abolish the federal and state financial incentives that have turned child protective services into a business that separates families for money. I have witnessed such injustice and harm brought to so many families that I am not sure if reform of the system is even possible. The system cannot be trusted. It does not serve the people. It obliterates families and children simply because it has the power to do so. Abolish the federal and state financial incentives that have turned child protective services into a business that separates families for money. I have witnessed such injustice and harm brought to so many families that I am not sure if reform of the system is even possible. The system cannot be trusted. It does not serve the people. It obliterates families and children simply because it has the power to do so. Good evening and welcome to Rescue the Fosters. Right on time as usual. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dealing with customer service, my fault. My bad, sorry everybody. And uh, as usual, we have our two co-hosts and co-founders of Rescue the Fosters, Miss Sylvia Beachy and Miss Danielle Holum. Ladies, how are you tonight? Good. Ooh, that you? was like simultaneous <laughs> synchronicity. It was amazing. <laughs> doing good, doing good. Uh, other than that 40 minute phone call with customer service, but they did clear up the problem. So I'll give them props. And I could understand them. That helped too. So <laughs> it was, that was Yay. helpful when you can understand. Well, we have a returning guest, ladies. Last time, man, that was a great show. I, I actually listened to it again. There's very few shows that I'll, I'll actually go back and listen to again, but I was like, man, there's just way too much information. I have to listen to this again. And so I was pleased even more the second time, which that rarely happens. So that was amazing. Uh, Danielle, you want to introduce our great guest? Yes. Okay. So Tom Eldhouse is an award-winning writer, performer, artist, visionary, and inventor who toured internationally. And he actually created the... Yeah, created The Immortals from 1989 to 1993, which Warner Brothers then ended up aiding and abetting in the theft of and stole his creative works. Uh, Tom was actually groomed to lead in the cabal, but he chose to whisper through art instead to warn about the cabal's plans. And so we're here to talk about some of that, including how CPS was used as a weapon against him and other things so thank you so much tom for coming on it is an honor because we are good friends <laughs> oh you're muted he's faking i knew it i was like that's really good though i'm gonna try that <laughs> yeah i just thought it'd be fun anyway it's really really great, great to be here here today night i was like thinking maybe maybe i could <laughs> all right okay anyway no i think it's a really important topic all things aside and impersonations so yeah no but yeah they really do turn it on when you're a high level targets like we are then um yeah they use fbi swat teams congressmen um god help us cps and even center for the elderly to uh, work on your parents too. So your support systems are gone that way. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. People. Yeah, these people yeah. will stop at nothing, that's for sure. So Tom, welcome back to Rescue to Fosters. Always a pleasure. Um, man, I feel like we've known each other forever. We have, we have. We, we actually, we just kind of avoided each other forever. We're like, in the, you know, the time we shared the apartment in college, 
but we're like know, brother I, yeah we're like brothers yeah. but not close like we're just we were brothers in the monastery we took that vow of silence and it just never connected but now we're broke we're out we're done we graduated so now i can talk i want to go on the record and just say i was never in the monastery (laughs) (laughs) that was like 15 years of silence okay anyway okay (laughs) oh gosh anyway so tom all right let's get into the story last time we talked about the script we we talked about how the script actually leads into some prophetic type things that are happening even right now as we speak which was which blew my mind by the way that's why i listened again because i'm like okay this is crazy how you write this thing way back in the 90s and all of a sudden fast forward 30 years and it's Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh it's actually happening like this is everything everything you know everything's coming true even like i said the fake oval office and the kinder transport stuff and that stuff the plans for the future that haven't happened yet that are in here which include the stadium and what they're planning child services involved in the stadium in the future and why they wanted the stadium uh the wachowski's wanted the stadium in matrix and why uh joel silver put the stadium scene in oblivion after they threw the case and uh that's one of the plans they have to uh take our children during the reset did you know about that no. uh no i did, I did yeah. not know that Okay, can I can I cap that real quick and we'll go yeah. to Absolutely. Okay, here's the plan in the future. And I know this because I was groomed to be the face of the Christian coalition along with the FBI giving me the card. It's like Forrest Gump gone bad. So yeah, all those things. So I was privy to a lot of information. Well, here's one of the plans they have. Besides faking the second coming of Christ, which is the ending of the peace, you have uh, to have total control of people and the neural link being used. They're going to, when they do the reset, their plan was to call all people, all families to head to stadiums in your local area. So instead of just going to see the Astros play, you're going to go to a stadium and told that there's going to be supplies, your family will be safe during the false flags. When you go there, there will be no supplies. They'll have excuses like the trucks didn't show up or things went off awry and they should have been stocked way ahead of time, obviously, but there's no debating it when you're there. Once you're there, you're crowded. They let anarchy rule and then they make an announcement after a couple, three days of just hell. They'll tell people at the stadium that are gonna provide trucks and services and trains for their children. And you hang tight, we'll be back for you. No, they won't. They'll take your children to be brought into the one world order and you'll be left there to die, never to see them again. That's why there's a train station scene in the immortals and the matrix. And why, what are the fam- what's the family doing? giving up their child. What are they doing? Putting them on the train. Why? Because that's the plan for the future. It also reflects what happened in uh, World War II Germany, where the Jewish people were allowed to put their kids on a train, also in England on the train, and apparently let them get out of harm's way, but the plan was not seen again. Poland during World War II, when it all began, the uh, different children were selected in a special program where if they looked Aryan enough, they'd be given to German families and raised in the Nazi party. And so what we have right now is for the reset. I know it sounds wild, but this is the plan. They, they keep copying themselves. In the future, the stadium then will truck off your children and you'll never see them again and you'll be left to languish and die. So in the future, when they say there's a disaster, do not go to the stadiums. Go the other way. They are not there for your benefit. So, yeah. Wow. That's something new I haven't heard. I th- just when you think you've heard it all, you always hear something right. new. And that's like, I have heard though, you know, this is now I'm a little suspicious, but uh, I know a lot of uh, churches have planned on using stadiums in the future. So if they're bought and paid for 501c3 churches. Okay. Hmm. Hold on, hold on, hold on and hold on. Uh-oh. So I'll show you real quick. Here it is. 
the old stadium right there is the old stadium and the churches are using the old stadium in the future because they're bought and what's happening is they're working with the architect and the cabal the agents are actually at the stadium and uh the people gather uh it's it's like uh to wait christ they're waiting for christ mm -hmm. so oh yes the gosh. churches are part of it and, and just uh, just for the audience tom and i did not talk about this beforehand <laughs> that was totally impromptu so yeah that blows my mind i never That's... even talked about it before and it's right there in the pages yeah wow. yeah everything's like you said let's go back to what you said earlier everything's coming true right you know everything's coming true what what i feel like is god gave everything through that you know we had to be humble and faithful like this whole crew right here humble yep. faithful and like people listening in and then it would be given to us you know seek you'll find and it's like so everything's here but have people accessed this no they were allowed to rip it off and turn the red pill into the good pill and the blue pill into the bad pill and people still say they're red pill have we paid attention no now everybody all over this place and i've heard different hosts saying this or guests saying you know wake up wake up wake up the thing is you have the material right here it's right here god gave it it's not a matter of waking up that's like telling people lost in the cave run around run around run around they're not going to get out of the cave just by doing that really we should as danielle said we should be still and be ready and we should be learning from the sources we were given god already sent the helicopter with a big rope down we all have to reach out and grab it we have all the information i'm sure not the only one so it's all here and you, you got it right it's all here so that's how i know about the stadiums and that's why they wanted to do the stadiums and that's why they put all my information in the films so it's yeah, like and yeah just to be clear what i mean by still is that doesn't mean do nothing it no. means <clears throat> like rest how do i how do i explain that uh still hard, like, like a still person where you're not wearing yourself out going yeah. to the place like like someone lost their keys you know you don't go wearing yourself out you you are calm centered yes. you get involved you get it done but you keep a centered calmness and you don't get rattled and nobody yep. else steers your ship you you will yes. follow as god guides you and you'll you'll hit the path stay on your path the one yep. you've been given That's, and don't yeah. that oh path. man tom you are like Gino reading my man. I, I say it every all the time every time the girls want to go off on tangents i'm like stay in your lane right stay focused <laughs> Don't let the devil get get you caught up in chaos and all the extracurricular crap that's going on around us. Trust me, our flesh wants to get into that. I do too. Trust me, I'm a troll at heart. Like I, <laughs> if you knew me on Twitter before anybody ever saw me on a screen, that's what I did. I was a troll. It was fun, and I would yeah. laugh and you know have a good time. But it's like now I realize, okay, you know what? I really got to hone in on my gifts and skills that God's given me and use them to the best of my ability and stay laser focused because this is like critical mass right now. And if we get off just a little bit, that's when the enemy sneaks in and, and we can like lose it all. So it's like, now's right. the time not to be distracted. And that goes yeah. with our inner interpersonal relationships too. It's like, I agree with you, Gino. It's like, we cannot let ourselves lose it on others or each other. We can't vent on another party who's called on their journey to do their job. Otherwise we're taking them off their path possibly. So we are to keep ourselves, I'll go back to like that. That's what I mean about stillness, you know, we're talking about is that we do not bring our baggage on others. We, we will get ourselves clean right on the road, right on our pathway, and we'll journey besides others on their pathways and we'll get the job done. Each of us, uh, God's smart. We each have our calling and our purpose and we'll lift each other along the way. And so mine happened to be taking on the cabal. 
<laughs> Me too. Barely <laughs> ours too. <laughs> It wasn't really it wasn't really on my radar screen taking the cabal down, but apparently it was on God. So, uh, yeah, that whole temple system is crashing. It's going to come down. I think we talked about that last time, didn't we, Tom? Like, you know, the pyramid, the the pyramid's daunting. Let's face it. Like we look at it, we're like, whoa, this thing's massive and it's huge, right? It's it's got this huge base that it's sitting on, but then you realize the base is all built on sand, and it's all interconnected. So it's not that hard. You know, and what's really fascinating me is there is certain makeup and attributes given to us in our certain callings. It is, God's a genius. And what's really cool is like, I was talking to Danny, I'll call you Danny. I was talking to Danny and it's like same personal traits and everything to get same humor stuff to get the job done. To take the cabal down, we need a sense of humor. How about that? Yeah. smart. And to survive it, we need a sense of humor, don't we? And it's like, so yep. we are equipped with what we need. And it also drives them crazy. So in our oh particular God. job, they hate that we're happy, that we're laughing and we're still going. It's like the Grinch that stole Christmas on the mountaintop with a you know, sled, dog, Sam, whatever. And everything's hanging off the thing. And he's ready to let it go. And he's hearing us singing down here and laughing. He's like, you're not supposed to do that. Wait, hi. So it's like, yeah. Tom, please yeah. don't tell me. Please do not tell me that the Grinch is part of the Cabal too. Do we have to take him down? I, I mean, he only shows up at Christmas every year. All right, like, can we Grinch just let him go? Grinch was in charge of just cleanup operations. That was it. He was just cleaning. All right. Okay. Good. <laughs> just checking. Yeah, bills and stuff. He's usually a janitor of the Cabal, but you know, he's not really. Yeah, you know, that's why he's that one place off the mountain. You know, he's not included at the big club class place. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, green with Abby, though. Green with Abby. Anyway, so we'll stop it's with that. One. Green with, green with it. That's a good dad joke for my Sunday show. Okay, I got to remember that one. Yes. Yeah. All right, so let's move on. Let's move on. Let's talk about your actual introduction, let's call it, to CPS and how oh, that all started. Oh, joy. Joy, joy, joy to the world. Yeah. So yeah, so let's, let, first of all, I'll establish the foundation of this that I think might be a good foundation. What are they after? What do they want? It's like, you know, being a performer. You know, words by performances. So they always, you always have to ask yourself, what does my character want? What's his motivation? And so you'll, one of the things you should do, I believe, is once these negative things happen to you where they're coming at you hard, instead of going, like I'll say, instead of going, why are they doing this to me? You go like this, why are they doing this to me? You figure out their motivation, yeah. stay calm, figure it out, dissect it, and then you start to learn what they fear most Turn their playbook yeah. back on them. And that's what I've been doing. Like that announcement on Kate Chilton, the Warner Brothers exec. Mm-hmm. Uh, that set them into a railway. They just went crazy on that one. They're not aware uh, of it. That You, you no. might want to catch them up to speed on that. Oh, okay. Well, this is one of the things you can do. Like reverse the playbook, I said. All right. Mm-hmm. And I'll go back to your question, Gina. What, what you do is you, you um, do what they're most concerned about. Or the public hearing you say something they're concerned about them hearing from you. In your story what and i what, mean is I, that they're not aware of the kate shilton update what oh kate shilton oh kate yeah. shilton is the uh here can i share screen real quick and then we'll go back keep your question for me gino yeah don't let me shake away don't let me ever shake away so here's Shil- shilton whatever so here she is all right here's the whole architect if you will from warner brothers she's the one that hired elon musk sophia stewart tom hanks to claim the work remember that tom hanks uh entry where they're claiming the immortals right my very screenplay are you are you Kate- are, are you sharing it tom right now your screen yeah can you see it no we don't no. see anything you can't see it it says stop sharing sharing your screen is oh your screen um, 
is loading. Oh, okay. your screen share is I thought it loading. Was, thought it was on my end. What is it? What do you mean? Now we it's we can blame Tom. He's sitting there. Okay, I'll wait for that. Oh, that's so cool. It's like totally in sync with us sharing. Okay, anyway, back to it. Let's go. Let's stop sharing. We'll talk about it. Kate Chilton is the main player from Warner Brothers. All right. Now she's the one that orchestrated this whole thing. They take D players. That's why these guys aren't that smart. They try to be clever. Yeah. D players are employed that can't succeed in the industry. So they're given a backdoor in to work as the hench people. So Kate Chilton was the person who was just an associate for eight years at different firms, never even climbed at any firm she was in. But in 93, when I submitted all my work, she suddenly became lead legal at Warner Brothers. I mean, the top dog, dogette, top dogette. And so what happens is she's heading the show. So when my case is, she's at my deposition, she wrote this payoff letter to uh, so, uh, um, Sophia Stewart. All this stuff came out. Then when the case is thrown by their her arrangements, she goes to Netflix. So the work can be laundered through Netflix. Joel Silver doing Oliver Carbon, the Wachowski's doing Sense8. She's there just for that run. Then she becomes the superior, uh, court judge at Superior Court where the case was thrown so she can cover anything that might come as appeal or anybody thinking about maybe bringing fraud forward or me coming forward again to make sure it shuts down. So you can see her journey is totally tied on the timeline to shutting me down. It's, it's her whole career was made off of me. And then Elon mm-hmm. Musk was given the work. That's how they do it. So these people are assigned to you to make their career by the cabal, the elite, they call themselves, which is don't term for them. And that's why they won't shake off from it. I mean, that's like, they, she's not gonna give up her job. Her job is me, it really is. Then she brags about what I'm worth, 1.2 billion, all right? So she's supposed to be the bearer of bad news, try to drive you into uh, suicide or something like that. That's their main goal. And uh, so, yeah, that's what they try to do. That's why child services comes into play in this. It's, you know, take, do, remember I said you do what they, they try to get you where it hurts most. What matters to you most? That's where they hit you, right? Well, in my case, my child or my boys. So what they do is they start to whittle you down. They took all your evidence. They throw your possibilities. They contact your jobs. They contact loved ones. Anybody who was interested in me would be contacted two weeks after approaching me. And they would be told, don't work with him. He's evil. He's dangerous. He's disrupted the whole community. Like They like that word, community. And uh, whatever fits their bill, whichever affects the loved one the most, they'll use. Is it are they homophobic? Tom's homosexual. Is, are they afraid of drugs? Tom takes drugs. Are they afraid of mass murder? Well, it should be. Uh, Tom's a killer. Um, you know, anything, anything. You know, Tom doesn't like Easter eggs. And they'll tell the Easter Bunny that. So what they go is they get this whole thing thrown at you. And then they, any job you get is contacted. I had the best jobs in New York, Maui, you name it. They'll come in and take those. Then they uh, supply honeypot wives to fill the void. So they take the loved ones away and give you this person coming up going, I'll be with you. I don't care. You know, and it's like, they're made to look like uh, the perfect ideal for you. And then they gaslight. Yeah. They, anyway. they come. So Tom, they come in right at the perfect moment, right? When you're down and out and you're, you're needing some love, you need a hug at night. They send in that perfect person. Yeah. It's like shooting a film, casting a film, and they actually do that. Now, what you just raised something very important. What do you think these people's uh, background or resume would read that are honeypot wives? Okay. This one that came up and handled me during my case. What was her background? Well, she had been in jail. She's an ex-con and she had Mm -hmm. warrants out of her, right? What is she telling me? That she's basically a nun and totally naive to the world. There's so they always actually... deals. They always make deals with people that have been in jail or just whatever. Like they make deals with them and their agents. And what happens, Danny, when, I love you saying that now. What happens, Danny, 
when they are done their job. When Kate and Chilton's done and she's going to go on to her Netflix position, what happens? What's the last thing you see happen as a family to the honeypot? You end up in a court and all her outstanding warrants that you didn't know about, you and your child didn't know about, are yep. needed. They're gone. All yep. gone. That's the last yep. thing we did as a family. We didn't know she had a record and outstanding warrants. Isn't that something? Now, child yep. services come into play. Child services is brought in, and yeah, they are, they are the ones that act like they're going to help your son, right? In my case, my son. Now, what's interesting is they only need to claim that someone called them anonymously yep. and said you were crazy. Can you talk about that before I go on in my story? <laughs> I'd like you guys to share about that because I, I want you to share it, and I'll be like, mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. Sylvia, okay, you know so, you know that, and so does Dan. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll say something real quick, and then I'll help Sylvia say something. So I know for me, when I was traveling while pregnant, I was going from church to church to church all over the country. I was going to churches, and somebody told me later that the churches were making anonymous calls to the county CPS while I was pregnant. So all of the different counties were all connected to each other and they would call the next county and then the next county and the next county until it got to the point where in the area where I, I actually went into labor and then and, and then had my son, all of they showed me a list of a whole, all of these calls of anonymous callers. So that's proven in my case. But Sylvia, what do you say? Time, wait, bef Sylvia, before you go on, Danielle, when they showed you the list, were there times and dates next to that list? Like, did you know, could you equate it with the church that you were just at? I really don't remember. I just remember it was somebody that kind of like slipped it to me, but they didn't let me even have it. They just showed me, these are all the people that called. So I, it was like a quick, like I, they showed me, but then took it from me. Right. But it was yeah, a whole they, list. Yeah, they they won't tell you. They, yeah, they won't tell you and they won't show like that. The fact that someone showed it to you, they were doing you a favor because they don't. They literally, yeah. they literally hide what it is, and they can say anything. And it's usually somebody that's holding something against you, like an ex-wife, ex-husband, mother-in-law, somebody who's who's trying to cause you harm. Basically, that's it. Exactly, and that's part of the game. The part of the game they call it a game that they play is. When they want to take you down and hit you where it hurts the most, to, they say destroy you in the industry. You mm -hmm. know, well, um, they'll go for what matters most, and then they'll employ family members. They actually yep. pay off family members. You see them actually modeling new suits and clothing and bragging about it. And also, I see remodeled kitchens bragged about a lot, most expensive ranges and things like that. That also comes into play. And I'm actually blown away about how they'll brag. They always brag about yeah. how the high level of people that are working with them, like FBI and child services, and then they they show off what they have. They always show off what they have. And my cousins, my sister, my brother, they all did it. That's actually amazing. happening right now. Yeah, I was gonna say, I have a case right now. Uh, we just went to court and then the mom asked her sister, you know, like, hey, you just see about getting my kid because like trying to get the kid out of care. And they've already bought her off, like one call and they bought her off. And she's already like, okay, now I'm going to adopt your child now. And it's going to be better. And so it's it's amazing to me how fast people and easy, how 
they're easy to buy off. And it's it can be ego. for a small amount of money. It's not even that much. Yeah, and also there are times where I don't know why it happens and I'm not sure if they're getting bought off or threatened or something, but even Sylvia has witnessed this in my life. I think Gino too, to some extent, but people will come into my life and then they get to a certain point and then they run. Yes. And yes. it's like, what is happening? I, like, I want to, like, and I don't ever get answers. So sometimes it's because they're paid off. Sometimes it's because they're in fear. Sometimes they were threatened. Uh, it's it's a, like a wide array of different reasons, but awesome I never handlers. really know. Yeah, handlers, what, well, you're, you're, you're yeah. expressing exactly the, the game book and um, the playbook. And that's, what's, that's what they're doing. I'm actually, writing, I'm actually writing right now a book called The Playbook of the Cabal. So and so yeah, nice. right now yeah, and that's also going to include the. Court. Are you going to give them? Are you going to give them like signed copies, like at the WEF and well, so NATO funny. and? Well, yeah, they're watching right now. I'm told that I'm told they watch everything we do. If I get on, they watch, you know. And if I talk about the FBI, sometimes like the other day, I was watching a Sarah Westall interview, and it was like every time I said FBI, basically they went. <laughs> 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 upset. Interruption. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, I love it. That's a great idea, you know. I think I will do yeah. that. Yeah, sign copies. Yeah. That um, so, happens. Tom, re real quick. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Daniel. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it's okay. Go ahead. Stone face. Um, like... Yeah, you froze for a second. That's <laughs> yeah, great. You froze again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, <laughs> while she's freezing, I'm going to ask you a question. So, you were talking about your family being bought out. So, when when they get bought out, like. How how long did it take for you to realize? Oh my gosh, my own family's like been bought by these people. Like, did you notice right away, or was it did it take some time? And when you did notice, like I, I'm I'm guessing the relationship pretty much ends at that point, knowing well, that they've sold you out, right? That's part of the deal. When you are approached, we call them anonymouses now. Anonymouses. When anonymous approach, they always say, "Don't talk about, them. don't don't tell them, don't don't let them know we talk to you." If it was a girl, don't let the girl know. And then um, don't have any contact ever again. If you do have contact, just cut them off. Let them. It's supposed to cause despair. Where even if you have a dinner plan, which has happened, um, they're not going to show. They're not going to call you. They're not going to talk to you. And it's supposed to make you sweat it and wonder what's going on, what's wrong with you, and take you down the road of despair. Now, so, what happens a lot of times is, like I said, you know, they will model all the stuff they got. My cousin actually posted. Todd, it was my son and I were very close to. When he got approached, and we had the New York jobs and everything, I was doing so well. I had a big billboard outside the Lincoln Tunnel uh, for a show called, um, it was about a homeless guy. It was a lead, and oh my God, I can't remember it. It's really great, great show. Anyway, anyway, I had the poster picture. Um, anyway, so what happened was that job was taken away, and Todd, my cousin, did a post that very night, and he says, it always fun to model off our uh, Armani boss and these other, so he, he's wearing a new suit, new clothing, everything else, and model pictures that were taken during the payoff. And he's, he's modeling and showing it, and he never talked, he wouldn't talk to me again, and then set up one of these intercession things, take me away and lock me away for life. So that's what they do. Like, you know, Gino, because they start showing off and bragging what they get. And they have a penchant for bragging to you. I had an expert witness on Maui that when he turned, uh, the way I knew he turned is he showed up when he was like basically just an online tutor, right? That was it. And uh, he shows up and in a brand new car with all the bells and whistles, and he wants to take me for a test drive. And he won't be working with me anymore. 
but he was saying like he got this great position at this one school he just got a new car he got all this stuff and a new beach home a beach home so that's what was going on and it was like that's how i knew and i didn't hear from him again even though the rule is never contact the target again and suddenly they'll say and they say you know what that means you'll you'll figure it out when your jobs are all taken and the so, other case, yeah yeah this has happened to me so many times <laughs> mm -hmm. it's of course it is they exactly predict, that they predict they have a paradigm or a algorithm thing they predict who will be working with each other and who what teams would work really well together then they steer you towards each other to disrupt it and trying to turn you on each other so with us all right here as we're talking publicly mm -hmm. there would be a move right now for us to get all cozy and go like oh my god this is meant to be and then there will be offers to pull us away and turn us on each other mm -hmm. it's a game they play they play god and so when they think that good good matchups would occur we would get a lot done and accomplish a lot of things they want to control that outcome they want to control it they also bring couples together and go we're the ones that brought you together and then they control two birds with one stone they say this phrase if we make you we can break you mm -hmm. they play god they play god now that's what's so wild now they're not that powerful the way now remember i said you play the playbook back on them <laughs> you uh, let's tie back again now keep in mind they say that i am completely um what is it seriously physically impaired i mumble i don't connect thought i'm it's like the opposite of genius that's what they really claim you know and it's like you'll see me call back to points and tie them in and bring them over and i think in layers right so i can move around that's how i wrote the screenplay so there's no way i could write this it would turn out more like uh sophia stewart's 33 pages of garble but here it is like this 128 pages tied together so that'd be fun to make but the point is <laughs> when you actually um uh know how to play it back I knew that they're concerned. One of their biggest concerns is Joel Silver, who is the guy who claims the Matrix franchise, along with Wachowski's, is yeah. very concerned about having a deposition for seven hours that'll be filmed and aired to the public. That sends them flying. He's already resigned from a couple of positions as soon as I was coming forward. And uh, that included Alder Carbon when the hit and run missed me, and that included um, when I was going to continue the case. He uh, resigned immediately, severing his 25-year relationship, quote, from Warner Brothers on the very day. Now, other players run, too. Mike Lang of Disney resigned the same time within a month, and we didn't know about him. He's the guy that was handling the honeypot wife. And she returned to him on the, the day that the case was all thrown and stuff. She went back on my birthday to Mike Lang. So he left the trail right back at the cabal. They're not smart at all. But here's the deal. By announcing Joel Silver to Kate Chilton, specifically to Kate Chilton, who is, again... The WB exec that became in charge of Netflix litigation content control when the case was thrown, so they can launder there, and then became Superior Court judge, saying she'd be there to 2029. And as soon as we showed the Sophia Stewart letter, the payoff letter that was given by Kate Chilton to Stewart, where Stewart put it on her site so she could show that she was going to get five to seven million, she resigned immediately. So I know how to play their game. I know how to blow their bells and whistles. So what happened was I announced to Kate Chilton on the air, since they say they watch everything we do that I'd be having those depositions with Joel Silver, that I would not be filing in LA. So you're gonna lose your place by just being reinstated again in LA. She retired just a couple of months ago and brought herself back out of mothballs immediately when I announced things that she'd be again there to block the case I'm talking about. So I announced on the air after that, that I would be definitely not using California courts. It'd be reclused. It's the you know, way I'm gonna go there. 
I'll be going to a venue that I will not be talking about on the air that she won't know about. There will be a deposition of Joel Silver that will go seven hours. It will be filmed and we will not give any discovery or cooperate in any way until ours is honored and he's on film. Otherwise it's fraud, they lose their case default. Also, we're gonna put in the filing. Do I sound like I mumble and don't have connected thought? Do I sound like I don't? <laughs> yeah. I have, an, I have an understood one word you've said, Tom, since the beginning. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I guess I'm Italian. Anyway, so what happened is, okay, so good, good point, Jill. The thing is that I'm gonna put in the filing that what are the tribal issues and lay them out and lay there a statement. You're allowed to make these statements in your opening statements with your filing that there cannot be a summary judgment because these tribal issues are listed right here in the filing right at the beginning. They have to be answered and judges are not allowed to determine or weigh evidence only if there's evidence presence. So we're gonna not do what their supplied attorney did had the unlicensed, you know, uh, wasn't licensed to practice law. We're gonna go ahead and enter in the filing what, the what some of the main tribal issues are so they can't have a summary judgment. So Kate Chilton, you don't get, to, although talking to her because she listens to it, you're not going to get the summary judgment. You're not going to stop it from being filed. You're not going to get it in the place you want. And Joel Silver will have his depositions. Now throw your hissy fit again. Yay. <laughs> Bravo. Can I just add something real quick? Please add it. Put the icing on the big platter. Um. So Joel Silva, his personal assistant, mm -hmm. just mysteriously died on a trip to, was it Bora Bora? I and was so. it paid for by Joel? It was. He paid her entire ticket and everything to go oh, there. That, yes. Okay. Paid for the person you're going to kill. So this was an off-duty trip to Jennifer Aniston's wedding. Mm -hmm. And they had all sorts of fun times. And she was a young personal assistant of his. She wasn't on duty, didn't have to work. He paid for all of her expenses. And she just mysteriously ended up drowning. And you know what I was given? I have insiders that don't like Joel Silver. He's the most hated man in Hollywood, he bragged. And they don't like the Wachowskis. They said he's a major ego. In fact, when Mike Lang, the one that had the honeypot wife brought in, that was brought in in 1993, when I submitted in 1993, and here's the submission letter from 1993, okay? 1993 submission letter, and there's a receipt and tracking number. So Mike Lang is put in position in 1993, go away phone, so he's put in a position in 1993 and uh, to be the executive at Disney for Miramax to be in charge of strategy for acquisition of intellectual property, which translates to what? The executive in charge of stealing property they don't own. His strategy came up to have the author die, buy off the families, and then just put it through the court of your choice and say it's your property. That's how they work it, right? So Joel Silver is when Joel, what Joel Silver did was it was Kate Chilton that had Joel Silver put up to it to get rid of his assistant. Why was his assistant so important? Because she knew all about her situation. She was there when everything was unfolding and she grew a conscience. And Joel Silver, she, my understanding is she just alluded to the fact that shouldn't there be some recompense for the actual author recompense? And uh, that was enough mm -hmm. right there. Just by mentioning that thought, just by saying, shouldn't that be considered? Your life ends. And who else died in this situation? On the last page of The Immortals, which we saw Tom Hanks. Oh, you didn't see it. They didn't call up. They kept it from showing. Uh, George Michael. George Michael, praying for time, is the one that saw the entire screenplay here, all 20, 128 pages, and okayed for his music to be in the end credits. George Michael greenlighted that. Why is that important? Because he greenlighted that 
1993. And the letter includes the music with George Michael's permission. So oh, this yeah. goes right to the story department. Now that's proof. Holy crap. Oh it's proof that, the, it's <laughs> proof, you know, that the entire script was completed in 1993. Kate mm -hmm. Chilton's strategy right now is to say that the script was never completed until 1996. Oh, Why? Because the Wachowskis first put the title Matrix on paper in 1996. Wow. So if I have credibility for 1993, which I think that's pretty credible right there, then their whole strategy blows apart. Wow. You literally have the receipt. Like that's wow, receipt that's and tracking is... number and, and tracking. tracking number to 4,000 Warner Brother Lane. We've got them. That's why Kate Chilton's upset. So let's all just take a moment of silence and I'll address Kate Chilton very reverently, very, very sweetly. Hi, Katie, baby. So listen, um, hey, nice journey, nice trip. But you know what? It's payback time. So now all the truth is coming out. People are catching on. Audiences are not as dumb as you thought they were. Now, Katie, stay right there. So what we're going to do is we're going to carry through with a case, and we will have it because it's all fraud, which you did, and you know you know, you know that, don't you? And so we're going to bring it forward and finish it. we got some great teams forming up. Look at these guys right here. And uh, we'll see it through. And that means Joel Silver, your client, who you're supposed to protect, isn't going to get away with it. So don't take a trip with Joel Silver to Bora Bora because he might be just a little angry with you right now, even if he pays for your ticket. Okay, back to us. Oh my gosh. Oh, that was brilliant. Okay. I got to say, the thing that always blows my mind about these people is they have zero scruples. Like, I don't, yeah. I like all of us have a conscience. And like, I could never think about backstabbing someone or screwing them over for stupid money or a house or a car. Like, it's just not in my makeup. Like, I do I want a nice big house? Of course, that'd be great. A nice car, of course. But like, mm -hmm. you're not going to buy me to sell somebody else out like that. I can't even, I have to face God one day. Like I'm going to, there will be a judgment day and I have to face him. And I cannot yeah. imagine these people just doing it over and over again with no conscience. They, they go out on their yachts and they don't think twice about it. Like I just can't fathom that kind of See, mindset. That's, that's a game they're playing right now. You did something mm -hmm. so important, you know, hold that thought. What are they doing right now? What are they doing right now? And I know their game. So I've been moved around there. They say it's a chess game. The Disney yeah. says, Bob Iger says it's a chess game. To check right. So just, yeah. And so what's going on right now is they have allowed us to come together right here. They have allowed us not presuming anything right on my part, not presuming anything. I'm just saying what a great, great group we are. So they've allowed this because they fear this. Now they believe that everybody has their price. Mm -hmm. Four squares on the board right here, four squares, which I hated that Christian game, four squares. They got to come up with a new game. They were like, let's play four squares. Let's not. Can't we just play regular <laughs> baseball? Baseball. 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 baseball never played baseball anyway so yeah so it's like yeah anyway so they're counting on that one of us has a price right so they bring you together and they think one of us can be bought and we're supposed to go like this in the room like go which one are you you know and get suspicious like on the ship it's like yeah if we succeed in no price availability they will crumble uh-oh doesn't work out their whole agenda believes that, that it's all about everybody has a price. And they yeah. told me that I just got a call not too long ago from a celebrity that said we all have our price. Uh -huh. But see, God put our team together. So that's yeah. why they can't get in. And and, and God ain't got a price. Yeah. No. No, yeah. we don't have no. Yeah. We're yeah. not like yeah. Literally, Sylvia and I were just talking about this yeah. yesterday. We were just I asked Sylvia, I said what would ever 
like I think I asked you like what price what would, would I do when I was like you are to turn know. on me and she's like <laughs> what I'm like no I'm so, like, you don't even know what I would do. I, I've done it for you every day. <laughs> okay, I, I look at <laughs> This is for the cabal. I can be bought out with 99 cent Arnold Palmer's. <laughs> I love Arnold Palmer's. Uh-oh, we're both at risk now. Yeah. Kate Jones like, I mean, you know, Oliver Palmer Comedy. Lifetime supply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet it'll show <laughs> Yeah, that, that's exactly it. It's like they actually want to play God and they're they're broken if they don't feel like, you know, can you imagine no one going to the Emmys or no one going to the Academy Awards? No one shows up. No one's interested I, in them. I can't believe anybody oh, no. goes anyway. To be honest. You know, seriously. <laughs> Honestly, no, seriously. like I, I, I can't even understand it. I, I don't know. Like my sister loves all those award shows and she's got to watch every one. And I'm just like, why? Do you think these people care about you? Do you think they care about uh, one second of your life? Like, why do you give them any time? I can't see Aunt Tom, I got to be honest. I don't watch any movies anymore. I don't watch TV. Like, I've just, like, vetoed all of it. I'm so sick of the You're nonsense. So called, you know, and co. I, you know, and co. <laughs> Tom, oh, cool. if you put out a movie, if you put out a movie or screenplay or, or you know, a play or something, I will definitely watch it. I will definitely watch it. I yours. will tell you what. I will tell you what. Should we just blow the cabal's mind and we all meet together at some point here. Yes. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one of the 16 that I am very excited about and we can bring forward that is just way beyond. Cool. Matrix, Immortals, everything. I mean, it is good and it is layered and it is fascinating and even I am blown away. So yeah, like like Sylvia said, God. Don't give it out though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've been, I've been polishing it off here. So I can't wait. So a couple honor Palmers. I can't say it anymore. Arnold Palmers. And we'll sit down and uh yeah, let's have a bounce session. It'll be fun. Well, ironically, ironically, I said the word car, and apparently because I'm a northerner, I say it weird. So Joyful June, my good friend in the chat over here on Foxhole, yeah. she instantly she says, I had to pop out of lurk mode because Gino said car. Car. <laughs> so, car. That's, that's New Jersey, right? That's New Jersey for automobile. I, I don't yeah. know what, I don't, I, I know, I, I swore to her I was only gonna say automobile or I was gonna call it, you know, a, just a vehicle or something, but I slipped up and I said car, so sorry. Do Tom, do I do I say it weird? Is that weird, car? No, you car. sound like where I'm from. You sound like Pennsylvania with a touch of New okay, York. Yeah. Okay, You cool. sound good. Car. And I got a question, how come Pennsylvania and New York blend but where's Boston and all that? Isn't I, Boston, wouldn't Boston I'm factor Boston. into our talking? Yeah. I'm yeah. from there. There you go. And I didn't pick up your accent. Yeah. So. I don't think I have one. Yeah, they you talk. don't. Yeah, you Car. worked it. You worked it. Car. Car? Say say R-A-D-I, the, the thing in the car. <laughs> the R-A-D-I gator. Radiator. <laughs> Say radiator? <laughs> My mom always says radiator. Yeah. But no, people in Boston will say like, um, I po I pocked my car. Well, that means I don't... you got like smallpox or something. Your car's yeah. like dying of a deadly disease. Yeah. But I definitely don't say car. Car. Yeah. I don't say that. No, yeah. you say car. Car. And then you say now. Okay, say this. Ready? Making... Okay, I'm just goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. No, don't go any Gino. Just stay, Gino. Stay. 
Oh, no, listen. Okay, say this one. Listen, listen for a moment. Say E-S-C-A-P-E. Say that. Wait, say it again. E-S-C-A-P-E. Don't sit on the evidence, Kitty. Okay. I say escape. Say it again. Escape. Okay, Danny. Escape. Sylvia. Escape. Say, say, Clara, you're, you're hodged off away from it. You're protecting yourself. Loud and clear. Escape. Uh, I always say escape. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. I, I had a feeling nope. Tom would say escape. That's yeah. Pennsylvania. It's not yeah. escape. It's escape. Well, drove me crazy doing Shakespeare. They had to try to get me to do it right. It was such pressure. You're in front of like <laughs> a thousand people. You know, I will make my escape. Sounds like sounds like X Men Cape, yeah. Anyway, okay. Doesn't X, but X Cape sounds cooler. Like I think we should make it X Cape. Wait yeah. a minute, you just pointed something out. Ready? Yeah, we should. I think it sounds cool. Okay, remember how we talked about real quick? I'm going to just raise this. This is really cool. See, it naturally flowed right into this. Okay, Immortals title. We took the letters and we switch it around. We get tricks. But what's missing? The X. That's a review, right? Oh yeah. That's they did, right? And so. In the phones in Matrix, a, a person, a patron or something, contacted me after this one show and showed me something on the phones in Matrix. Guess what the phones in Matrix have? Remember I told you how Elon Musk was given the tech and Wachowski was given the work, Joel Silver? And then when they threw the case, they actually got to take their take on the work. That's why Alder Carvin and Oblivion and all that stuff. Okay, what do you think's on the phones in Matrix since Elon Musk is changing his name and um, gets away with I would, it? Would it be an X by any chance? Oh, I got you, yes! <laughs> ding, yes. ding, ding, ding. Yes! <laughs> so it is, yes, it's an X. So the phones have an X on it. They had this, they, they'd like to feel like they had it clever from the beginning. What's on the, what's in the ID? Does it, but Tom, does it look what? like the X on Twitter? Well, an X right now? Yeah, it's a black it... X on the phone. In the center of the phone, wow. it's a big black X. Crazy. Yeah. Kitty, don't chew the script. Okay, get That's on. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, please, Kitty, don't. don't. Please, please. The world was lost because of a cat chewing my script. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, we're back. So, yeah, good call. But, yeah, so what, what the fun thing is we're relaxed here. And what we can say to Chilton and the other co that's watching and Sil uh, Jill Silver picking his nose is that we got you. We know we got you. There's no way we can lose. God's our boss, and he is guiding us well. Where do you think, guys out there, we got all our information? How do we know all this stuff? How do we know exactly what's – how can we have 100% right in the screenplay what's going to come, including fake Oval Office, train stations, all those things, and the stadiums? How do we know all that? Jack's the neck, Neuralink, iPad, Surrey, all that. Where do we get that from? You know, where did it come from? It's divinely so, inspired. Yes, because the theme of the piece also is – Man tries to outwit God, man, a God allows him to, then God outwits man and the women they hire. So it's like, that's what's going on. That's what's going on. That's the theme of the Matrix story, right? And keep in mind, this blows my mind so freakishly. They, Warner Brothers did not copyright Matrix. They copyrighted Immortals title. Immortals, two, three pages for different people. Tom Hanks, when he watched him, they didn't copy it. The reason Sophia Stewart claims, and she's sending her minions all the time now to claim it. Like I had a guy actually show on my site going, you should bend your knees and big forgiveness for Sophia Stewart giving you all the information. No, God did it. She didn't do nothing except sit on the toilet and deliver, you know, that way. But the thing is like, yeah. So, yeah. So the thing is, point is, all this information's there. It's clearly there by divine guidance. 
And how do we turn into geniuses and do all this? We become humble, faithful, compassionate. We discipline ourselves to have that. If you want to be a brilliant writer, work on those things and it will come. It's like that old movie, build it, it will come. Mm -hmm. Build your character, it will come. If you have compassion, you can serve your audience well and it'll, you'll be laughing and crying as it just comes through you and it'll be brilliant. And I can't yeah. wait to show you guys one of the screenplays. Yeah. When you yeah. do show us the screenplay, can we all like be a part and then we'll just do a private Zoom and we'll like, oh, yeah. I'll play a part. Can I be the yeah. lead? Can I, can I be the lead time, please? I think you said that look. Yeah, a lot better than Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. God like, you know that Keanu Reeves didn't have to audition? He's so bad, they didn't have him audition. So I'm trying to do like guy. And so and the suit said that he's the part. He's a, he's the lead. He's going to be the lead. That's it. That's how they do it. <laughs> because if he auditioned, he'd be like this. Okay, uh, this is a real action scene right now. Keanu got the script. Yeah, I got it. The stolen one. Okay, so let's go ahead and read that one part. Okay, I got it. Good. Okay. Okay, do it. Ready? Ready? Okay, there's a girl at a train station. She's desperate. And uh, you're you're jacked to the neck in the memories. Kiana, got it? What? what? Okay, step, agent, take care of everybody. And uh, you're going to read this part. I want a lot of feeling. Okay, right there's a script right there. Okay, ready? Go. Let her alone. Yeah, please, somebody help her. Kiana, can you <laughs> give a little, as the Wachowskis say, give me a little more mustard. They actually say that. What's that supposed to mean? My God. Okay. Let her alone. Please, somebody <laughs> help her. Okay, Kiana, got the part. Excellent. Well done. Okay, good. No, uh, Gino, you can take it. I'm serious. <laughs> my God. If oh anything my more painful than that was watching Kiana do Shakespeare. Much Tom, I gotta tell you, I've never been a Keanu Reeves fan in his acting. I always thought he seemed like a nice guy, but now I think the last time you were on, you were telling us, yeah. no, he's not even that either. <laughs> so it's like, oh, he's a scumbag. Sorry, yeah. he is not a nice guy. And he freaked out when he heard the Immortals title. When he heard Immortals, he freaked out. Why did they give uh, Tom Hanks and Wendy Wasserstein both uh, credit for um, uh, what is it? What do they call it? Order and commissioned and certificate of creation for the immortals. Why'd they do that? Because then they could see this on set, see? They could see it on set, and uh, then you would be okay on set within 20 feet of the Wachowskis. Now, when the Wachowskis change it to Matrix, they had a 20-foot rule. If they left it at immortals, you could be, you could be within uh, padding distance, buddy distance, buddy pats, but no. They had to change it. Twenty foot rule. Get a twenty foot rule. They're so stupid. Anyway, just like co just like COVID, right? They oh yeah, a, yeah. The six foot rule. Yeah, oh, yeah. Six foot, six foot. Yep. Yeah. Well, Kitty, just, just trying to keep it safe on the set of the Matrix. No, oh, yeah. Twenty feet away. <laughs> that really worked, didn't it? So what are yeah. your A list? You're supposed well, to. Well, let do? me wait. Tom, sorry, let me interrupt. I'm sorry. Because no, I've never been on. I've you're never not been interrupting on. unless I'm talking. Hold on, Gino. Let me talk. And then, you, then you can do a Tom, 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 Tom. Wait, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not doing my thing yet. Ready? ready? So anyway, the flowers Tom, are really... So listen, Tom, Tom, what? Tom, stop. <laughs> Tom, please, time out. <laughs> was that good acting? Was that... Did that, that was qualify? Good. That was my <laughs> okay, good. That was an like audition. A... I did, I did the you got one. the job. <laughs> that was good, Gina. That was good interruption. Good interruption. Now I forgot what I was going to ask. Oh well, yeah, okay. The, the, I do remember. I do remember. Okay, the set. So I've never been on a movie set. So, what is like the standard practice when the script's there? I mean, I would think the script's available to everybody. You're like, oh yeah, come on over. We need to go over this scene. Blah blah blah. Like that's what I would think. I know my okay, son's been on movie yeah. sets. He does some producing and stuff. So, I, I've never heard of this. This is crazy. Well, 
well, here you go. You got your different people in charge of different things. And keep in mind, everybody's union wage, basically, right? Just like big shoots. So why would you make it up as you go along with union wage people sitting around picking their noses? That must have been an awful set to be on. Anyway, so here's what happens. You have your continuity person who checks continuity with a script as the script's going on. So if an actor goes off script bad, the continuity person will let the director know if they missed this line, they got it wrong. Okay, let's take it again, blah, 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 your line is this. Continuity person. You also have um, uh, the script is available for them to review. They're supposed to have studied it ahead of time and learn their lines, right? And that's not possible when you're 20 feet away. So what they're done, what they did on Matrix, I'm now told, is they were, does that answer your question, first of all, for starts? Help? Does yeah, it help? Absolutely. I mean, it No, that makes sense. Yeah. Catering is the best thing on a set, by the way. Catering. I go right to catering. I appreciate it. I, I do. Um, great scene. Okay, no, catering. Tom, Tom, no green M&Ms on my set, please. Okay. I only, I don't, you're going to have to thumb through them and pick them out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the whole project feels different. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So, I have a lot of, I have a lot of demands. Lots. Well, that, if I'm that a high maintenance actor. Stop demand. We can negotiate later. Okay. <laughs> anyway, okay, great. Don't go green M&Ms. By the, yeah. by the way, over on uh, Rumble, JD Sky and Air said, uh, love Tom Althouse. Yeah, we do too. And should have got Nick Cage instead of Keanu. There you go, the heart. I, I'm not good at hearts. I, I don't Me neither. I always screw that That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about Nick Cage being in the lead role? I love Nicolas Cage. Now, the reason I love Nicolas Cage is acting because he's so out there and he had this interview i'm sorry i'm being totally honest nicholas cage did this interview where he was just like he was having a good time i guess with it he's kind of self-absorbed but it's fun kind of self-absorbed he's like that's you know uh this director whenever i get going he has to pull me back all the time because i get deep into it and he pulls me back and i'm like i just love it he just he's out there so my son and i actually love watching nicholas cage to see when he gets his really going moments you know and you just know that he walks off set and goes like killed it <laughs> yeah. I love it. It seems like a guy's having a good time doing his stuff. Yeah, anyway. he does. Yeah. I, I like every Nick Cage movie. Raising Arizona is a great movie. Oh, that's a great movie. Anger, that is really good. Yeah. anger yeah. management. Yeah. Right? Wait, was he in anger he management? I don't think, was he in anger management? If he I don't was, think he, he was, was like in the background there. I thought there. that was Adam yeah. Sandler. He might have yeah, walked that, by. Yeah, it was Adam Sandler with the other dude. Who's the other dude? Uh, was it the old guy? Um... Uh, yeah, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, oh my God, he was supposed to be in mine. He was actually supposed to be in Here's Johnny. Here's Johnny, right? Isn't he in it? What's well, his that's, name? That's, so. the, that's the other guy, right? That's Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Oh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. That's who I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Nicholas yeah. Cage is the face off guy. He's all yeah. 60 seconds. Yeah, yeah, Captain Mandolin, Captain he's, Corelli Mandolin or the, something. He's yeah. also in that one where they, where they go and get the. Uh, don't they go to the museum or something and they have to Is get there the artifact? Guy? Oh, oh, National Treasure? National Treasure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Well, that's the thing. When you're when you're on the set with this, like, they weren't told a script. I know, I know this well now. I've been informed. That they did not see a script on set. They're told scene by scene what they should be saying. And uh, they're told to stick in certain philosophy phrases to make it sound cool. And that's why when you hear them, like, I don't know if I did this before, but when you hear, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Fishburne, whatever, doing uh, Morpheus, he talks the same way that Smith does. The same cadence and everything, 
I may have said this before, but they, they do that because they don't know what they're actually going to say. When an actor doesn't really have his lines in front of the camera, something comes over you a lot of times where you will then try to slow it down and buy time and let your mind have more time to work. But that doesn't always work. It actually throws you off. So they're probably yeah. doing cut after cut. And what the Wachowskis would do, because they're small minded, I'll tell you this for a fact, is they'll throw in, well, just say this line, say this. That doesn't help the actor. The actor needs to feel like he's the person in charge of that character, bringing it to life. If you, if a director says, say this line, just say this line, just throw that in, then you're lost. You're like, well, that's not going to be really acting. I'm just going to be remembering that line, you know? And it, it turns out as they did, like with the red pill, blue pill, like I said, the red pill, blue pill, and he's like, you go to take the laundry out <laughs> next door is staring officiously at you. But Zen art of Zen is the art of war in the following way. Check that off. Uh, then you go out again to face the music. It's like, you know, the, what the hell? It's like they didn't know what to say. They really didn't know what to say. And Keanu Reeves was in his element. I mean, if you want an actor that doesn't have a script, Keanu Reeves is your man. He's not on the script anyway. So he's just <laughs> like this. He's just like, a lot of times he's just like this on the set. His best moment he was most comfortable with, because I can see when people are comfortable on set, having done it so often, is this one. That's when he felt in his element. He felt really good on that one. There was no lines. So he got to shine at that moment. There was confidence <laughs> in that one. Tom, I thought he was fantastic. I think he was fantastic in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, that would fit his mentality. So, sorry, I'm going to really grill on him here. I know. But, that you know, he knows that the work is stolen. That's what's so wild. He wanted to be a producer with them and get fair shares from the work being stolen. He knows. He was allowed to see the script because he was in on it. But the others weren't. And they talk about that. They were A-list actors. They said the first time, Fishburne said it, it's the first time when the Barbara Walls interview way back, he said it's the first time that A-list actors were not allowed to make suggestions and not allowed to approach them. Isn't that something? That yeah. is something. Yeah. And they kill hmm. names for it. Yeah. Aww. I know it's supposed to be child services, but you got me on such an interesting topic here. No, this is good. Yeah, let's keep rolling. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, CPS can be kind of... Boring. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean that. I just, I just felt like, Sylvie, you fed me that. Like, you fed me that. And By the I, way... On tour, I, I was forgot. called Lucky Strike on tour because I didn't filter anything, so it just came right out. You, if you feed the dog, he's going to bark. So go ahead. Go ahead, Jim. I, for, I forgot to tell Danielle and Sylvia that last night I went out with the boys. A couple of my friends haven't seen in a while. We usually get together. And so we're out having a cocktail and eating, right? And I bring up, they're like, well, what have you been up to? And I'm like, funny you should ask. <laughs> so I start telling them about human trafficking and the cabal. And, and they already kind of know some of this stuff, but they're like, Oh, dude, you just like brought this whole party down. <laughs> like, no, it, it got, like the, it got so. It, yeah. Oh, it was like Debbie Downer. Yeah, it was like we just got yeah. so like quiet for a second. I'm like, so how about them uh, Detroit Lions, man? They're winning. You know, we started talking yeah. football. And <laughs> yeah. It was pretty. Yeah. It was pretty dark right for a few minutes. Yeah. 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 Isn't that wild? You should have oh, had them watch tonight's show. They, maybe yeah. they are. Well, you know what just tied in there too? I mean, oh my God, you talked about, I didn't even think about this forever. In the original work also, they actually took the second part out of the copyright office and put in the first part, or this first uh, second part that was in there. So here, let me say phrase this properly. There was different filings for the copyright, right? Of the screenplay. So the last one, what they did, the last filing 
they took my first filing's second part and replaced the last filing with that first filing second part and stole it out at the copyright office. Can you believe that? And in yes, that, you actually had a football game. <laughs> yeah, you had a football game that was a future football game in the Matrix story where it was on different levels. You would have different levels where you played this game. So it was really cool where it was like the people were watching it in the future because they needed stimulation. So besides the stadium scenes where those who weren't in the program had, to, had their families there and fought for their lives to the entertainment of those that didn't die in the immortal program. That's Hunger Games. That's Hunger, Yeah, I just thought of that. Hunger, it's all here. Hunger Games is all here. They lifted that too. They gave it out like candy from a store. So they gave all this out. That's why they have that copyright entry with all like the investment firms owning the copyright, owning the Immortals title in the end uh, and all those subtitles so that all the studios could have their take on it. That's why everybody knows this was the original work. So my fans of the work are the studios that took it, the cabal members, FBI and CIA agents, NASA. But the thing is like, these guys will call me and say, yeah, we know you did it. We're really fans of it. And uh, listen, why don't you just take the deal? You know, take the deal. We're the ones that know you did it. They'll be like that. Yeah, we know you did it. Why are you trying to influence the public? They don't care. They don't, they're not interested in your story. So just, you know, make a million, you know. Or, you know, buy a beer. So I'm in. I'm still invited back in the cabal. <laughs> Man, with the with the <laughs> with the tactic that the audiences aren't worth it, they don't get it. It's like it's it's like imagine the Neo character, which is modeled after myself, Thomas A. So I model after myself so I can flesh it out. Makes sense. So Neo is me. Do you see Keanu Reeves acting like me? No, he kind of dumbed it down and stripped it down. I'd say as well, just to guess. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, but Tom, me, you, you can't game. even put a sentence together. So maybe it I is. know I just mumble. I just mumble. Right. And so here's <laughs> Keanu Reeves playing me. Okay. This is what it would translate to. Okay. I just came on the air here. I'm like. <laughs> That's it. That's about it. That's all you can get out of here. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so it's kind of long and winded. Anyway, so that, I'm going to... That was actually better yeah. than some of his stuff, <laughs> to <laughs> be honest. So nice. I know. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. It's like, if Neo was the way he's supposed to be, and I was involved in the uh, process on set as a screenwriter, because they were talking about I'd be, I'd be on set when I was pitching it, um, I would have guided them to do that kind of, those dynamics that I do. And I thought it'd be a more interesting character, because he's got the quirkiness, and he's out there, and he's just like, woo! You know, and it's like the thing is that he's also I had it that he's obsessed about the loved one he lost. That's where Surrey comes from. Spielberg got off me. It's like you reprogram your entire home, your neural link, everything's reprogrammed to the voice of your loved one you lost and the personality of her. That's all through the screenplay. That's what Surrey was. And so they just lifted that tech too. And that's something. Anyway. Wow. Bring it back in, Gino. Put me back on the track. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love this. I like when you go off the track. It's it's way more fun. fun yeah. Free range. Yeah. Yeah, free that is depressing. Yeah. I can't wait to share with you one of the um one of the screenplay things. In fact, loyal listeners, like guys that love you guys and support you guys, if they support you, let's say this, if they support you in your mission, because I say you guys are the real deal, then they're invited to our talk session. Oh, well, I have cool. one person that is very cool. supportive of Gino's. Ahead, so I would that? like to mention on here, Joette Bennett. Bennett. Yeah. She can, yeah, she's always been supportive of us. 
Excellent. She's the best. Party, she's she's over party, there in Rumble right now. Yeah. Party at Gino's studio and Sylvia and Danny's studio, and we'll just <laughs> I'll do that. I'll I what I'll do is I want to talk to you about this thing, and then I'll release some of the um special ideas in it when we're all celebrating. How about that? Yeah, cool. yeah. Feels, be I feel called by God to be here. I, I always yeah. do a Matthew McConaughey when I say God, but I feel like <laughs> called by God to be here. Yep. Yeah, you got to take your shirt off then. Wait, do it again. Don't, don't. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> Woo! Uh, <laughs> that reminds me of who was the actor? Who's the actor that um, was kind of heavy set that would did the, did the thing on old Saturday Night Live where he was doing the uh, Chip and Dale? Oh, oh, that's. Uh, the blonde guy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Who is that guy? Who's that guy? I, I can't remember any names anymore. Oh he my was gosh! So great. David, David Spade, son. David Spade, and him are in all those yep. movies together. Yep. He's yep. hilarious. Yep. Uh, uh, Far, 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 Farley, Chris Farley. My gosh, Chris oh, yeah. Farley. That's yeah. it. He Man. was, he was genius. I yeah. loved it. And when he does his interviews too. Sorry, I'm having too much fun with you guys. So, I mean, we'll cover <laughs> stuff. But I mean, I loved it when he's like, you know, playing the interview, and he's like, you remember that scene from the movie where <laughs> the best. guy chased him down? Yeah, that was cool. Tom, the best one, the best one is when he's talking to Paul McCartney and he's like, Hey, hey, Paul, do you remember when you guys made that song, I Want to Hold Your Hand? And he's like, Paul, Paul McCartney's like, Yeah, I remember that. He's asking him all these songs about the Beatles. Oh my yeah, God. Like the girls. The girls probably have no idea what we're talking about, but yeah, this is I way do. past. You do? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You, know what you got to watch. The synchronistic. I'm sorry, Gino. Go finish your thought. And I got to tell you this. Before. I was just going to tell Sylvia, like, go watch SNL when Chris Farley was on there. Just watch a couple episodes. <laughs> mm, yes. Yeah, and the, the Chip and Dale scene. Chip and Dale scene. Oh, that's the best. Also, the best. watch. Everybody's homework is to watch. Because we've got these. The reason I'm talking like this is we got these guys. We've got yes. brothers. We've we got, got the football. They're going down. It's party time in USA already and the world. <laughs> yeah. We've got them. They're on the run. They're resigning. They're freaking out. They're resigning and resigning and resigning again. It's over. We've won. Tom, we got the world back. Tom <laughs> I'm sorry. I got to reel you in a little bit here. You just quoted Miley Cyrus. She's part hey, wait, of the do, deep this, state. do this. Do this. She, do this. Do this. She's she's part of that. <laughs> Bumped his head on the camera. I heard. Yeah, that was bumped. Yes, Miley's part of the cabal. We can't use her material. We got to come up Miley with something better. Isn't that okay. her song? Party in the USA? I, I yeah, it is her yeah. song. Is there her is song. her song. I remember seeing a garage yeah. sale with a little guitar. It was pink and purple. Maybe you'd strum the little thing and it goes, Party in the USA. And I'm like, I think my daughter had that. This ties in. God's so smart. Guess what? God's got a sense of humor. What's on my Christmas tree? Ready for this? Okay, remember Christopher Walken? The best scene Christopher Walken ever did, in my opinion. The best scene he ever did was with with Farrell, whatever his name is. Welfare. The the um. Oh, oh, more cow, more cowbell, more cowbell. Yeah, yeah. I got a cowbell. Hey, hey, I put yeah, I I just turn out gold records. I put one leg in at a time, just like everybody else. <laughs> that's what I'm. The, the poor girls have no idea what we're talking about, Tom. Like that's way past their. You gotta watch. You gotta go. Go watch. Just, just type in. Just type in. More cowbell and it'll come up. Cowbell, Christopher Walken, do that. Please watch that. That's your homework for next time because I'm coming back. <laughs> and then you get <laughs> taking over. Then you got um uh the one we talked about with the with the Chip and Dales. Yeah. That was um what's his name from Dirty Dancing did it with him? 
Patrick Swayze. That's it. Okay. Oh. And then, then the other one you got to watch is the, I, uh, the Olympics, the ice skating Olympics with Dan Carvey, Carvey or whatever. <laughs> I awesome. couldn't, th- I thought I was going to die. I was about to check into the hospital watching that because I couldn't stop laughing and it was scary. I couldn't stop laughing. And I was like, it was scary. I was like, oh my God. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like, ooh, ooh. That ooh. SNL cast was probably the best of all time. Like that, that was that. some of the funniest skits ever. They were great. Yeah. And the more like cowbell, that. The, the more cowbell. It's like, it's supposed to be like a rockumentary type thing. And they're like, they remember on like VH1, they would go back and look at old artists, right? So it's like, yeah, yeah. they're talking about Kansas as a band, right? And then they're like, it's supposedly in the recording studio and all these guys are dressed up like the band Kansas. Actually, <laughs> Sylvia, you know, you know something about Kansas, the band Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that off air, but all right, um, all right. anyway. You know, that was actually recruited for saturday night live i was actually asked to audition for saturday night live when i was doing tony and tina's wedding on the maui cruise ship i was asked if i would audition for saturday night live because i was doing my jimmy stewart impersonations during the show and they're like would you come and they had me come over their table and go come over tom they're like yeah would you consider auditioning for oh no second city they said saturday night live second city anyway yeah kind of fun. look in the no. stickers right now joyful june just posted uh, i need more cowbell she just posted yeah! a sticker there. Yeah, do your, do your Christopher Walken. Do it. Yeah. I'm having too much fun. It's already a party now. The other side hey, has fellas, lost. Fe- going fellas. Fellas. Yeah. Fellas. <laughs> I, I put my pants on like anybody else, one leg at a time. I just spit out gold records or something yeah. like that. I don't yeah. know. So I actually took myself to a concert a few weeks ago. How do you do that, Danny? How do you take yourself to a concert? I just put nicely? myself in the car nice? and then I go. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Stealth, do you want to go? I do want to go. Thanks for asking. I didn't think you'd ask. Of course I would ask. I was just, just being a boy. Well, that's so nice. Give me a hug. Go ahead. Exactly. She, she, she was so rude that night, Tom. I know. She, she was so head. rude. I know. It wasn't pleasant. That, the other side. She didn't even pick up the tip for herself. I mean, come on. Like, no, it was like. At yeah. least you do that. I actually, I took myself out for dinner before the concert and I got a burger. So that was cool. I gotta um, ask. And I then get, I were, talked... were you, was she a was she, was she the perfect lady too? <laughs> yes, she was the perfect date. <laughs> Good. Did she pull your chair out for you? Like, see you do that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I went to this concert and it was a country band. Easton Corbin is the singer. He's a country singer. And when he introduced everyone in his band, the drummer, everybody was saying something about more cowbell they're like more cowbell more cowbell and so he started ringing the cowbell i think i have a video of it okay this is it here's a challenge and people can hold us to it they're gonna come to the party they're supporters of your eyes your show we're gonna come up with a song because we're gonna be we're gonna get this all through i'm gonna make the film you make this freaking film we make this film everybody in the world's gonna come to see it if it matches the matrix it's all good you know and we can use it to make a song which features cowbells here's the challenge it has to bring tears to the audience's eyes. Oh, so yeah, already, already got some. I already got some lines coming already. Yeah, yeah. Johnny went out to play with his sister, and he had the cowbell that Dad used to have. Oh my God, it's gonna be great! It's gonna be. Oh, <laughs> and he said, "That's that's right up there with Stairway to Heaven." The lyrics from. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it right, was actually first right to be Escalator to Heaven, but they didn't think it would work. <laughs> it's punchy. But yeah. But it, it was, you know, they thought it would roll better. But yeah. yeah. Question for you, since we're having fun. I mean, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, does it? Did no. anybody else, as a child, come to the edge of an escalator going down 
and freeze up and go, I don't know if I can step on it. Anybody? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I'm not alone. Thank you. Danny yeah. was like, I'm Wonder yeah. Woman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> that is the weirdest thing it's so psychologically like it just freezes you when you're coming near and you're like oh my gosh am i going to be able to make it (laughs) it's like two inches or something i'm just like sitting there like petrified you know (laughs) petrified it was like did you ever see somebody get but did you ever see somebody actually get stuck in one oh my god and i had a nightmare about that it's horrible it's horrible (laughs) i'm not gonna lie I saw, oh my gosh, there's a viral video. I just watched this probably two like weeks ago. Like your clothing gets stuck in it? Yeah, well, this one lady, she she had a walker. It's, I mean, it's kind of sad. How'd your walker walk, get stuck in it? I have, she, well, she she tried getting on with her walker. And then, like, I can't remember if she, like, slipped. And the walker goes flying down. She falls, like, down on the thing. And it's, like, pulling her up. And then her friend is trying to help. It's, I mean, it's I couldn't help but laugh. I'm not gonna lie. Like, you know, you were present when you were laughing. I, I, this was just on a video, so I wasn't actually there. Oh, but yes, I, I, I pictured you there. <laughs> she falls in her no, water. I have, I have head. seen people stuck on them in live action. Like, I have seen that happen. But thankfully, I didn't see anybody lose like fingers or anything in that All stupid right. thing. But that ties back um, to anger management. Yeah. I thought maybe anger yeah. management. No. Yeah. I would. yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's a viral video. I'm sure you can find it. Oh, it was well, pretty today, sad. Today, I almost pulled out and hit a guy with a walker. I, I fortunately saw him and stopped, didn't pull out right away, but there was a guy in a walker who was like, wasn't even looking right in front of me when the light was green. But that was almost my moment. I thought about okay. it. Okay. And, okay, you know what? Another walker scene, one of the greatest walker scenes in movie history. Is it Clerks? I can't remember if it's Clerks or the other. No, it's um, the movie where the guy, the old man's on the sidewalk. The opening scene and he's going really slow with his walker and then oh, the guy's stuck in tra- space. office space office space great movie great that's one i could watch like you said you don't watch the yeah. movies i can watch that yeah. with y'all yeah that's hilarious that. oh my that gosh one. i've never seen that oh, oh my, my gosh it's hilarious oh my god yeah that that opening scene and yeah that's great <laughs> he's with the guys that's in the good. walker and he's stuck in tra- is it paul rudd i can't remember who's is paul- yeah, yeah i think paul rudd's in that yeah yeah Oh my oh God! Gosh, it was a, but he's not the one in the car. It's Paul Rudd's later, I think. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Good stuff. Make the movie later. If we make this movie, and that's what that's what all the players are very concerned about, it'd be fun to cast, help cast it. You know, it'd be fun. Yeah. to actually, that'd be our franchise. Yeah. And then all the questions <laughs> be answered. It's like all the questions be answered. What is it about? You know, what what's what was how was it supposed to tie together? All the images they lifted would then be all played back into fitting again. Insta- mm. And it won't have a 20 foot rule either. You'll have a hug rule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see the script, it's going to cost you. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like sexual harassment. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Perfect segue. Oh I just do it before the director was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the greatest name ever in our chat right now, St. Nicholas, is here for Christmas. Is that really his name, St. Nicholas? That's wonderful. St. Nicholas. What do you give out for Christmas? Yeah. That's funny. See, that's what I say. I say, like, we're supposed to have fun. We're supposed to laugh. And that's what the other side can't stand. It doesn't feel like they're powerful. Remember the Grinch on the mountain again? Go back to the Grinch. He was not happy because the Who Wills... Or the who wills or whatever it is. Right. They're having a good time. They're having a good time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. You came a lot closer than I would have. The who who has the who who has <laughs> the woohoo's the woohoo's. <laughs> pretty no pretty sure it wasn't the who has. Yeah, it, it was too embarrassing. Nobody ever gave their village because they didn't want to say the name. I'm like yeah, yeah. No, as far as child services, they suck. They're terrible. I thought yeah. that opening was very good though. Very good clip. Very good clip. And uh, can I summarize? Since you had me on to do this, I'll, I'll just summarize. Yes. Too yes. much fun. Okay. What they do is they use your child as an excuse. In my case, use the child's excuse where they're concerned because an anonymous call came. They can't tell you, right? And they keep repeating that. They'll keep saying, oh, we were called. I'm sorry. We have to come every time they do it. Who can't tell you? So anybody can just call you and say. They and call themselves. They do it yeah. themselves. Oh, so they, yeah. My, my supervisor would tell me to call in reports anonymously, not to call it in with my name. Oh, my God. That's it. That's mm -hmm. it. Isn't that incredible? God bless you all. And so what they do is they, act, they actually have a session with your child. Right, we know this. And they come in your home and they are very they're very flattering. They'll be like, Oh my god, I wish every home was like this. You guys are obviously really, really good people. And they'll say, Can we have to check the room? Okay, I have to interview you and I have to interview them. All right. So you interview them. They don't tell you what they said, they like that, but they're not there for the child. They're there to see if they can put you away. What we have is they actually had a law firm cover for them. The law firm's name was uh Goldman. Now, this is very interesting. I'm gonna hold this up. Goldman Law Firm, they're a defense firm, right? In Doylestown, where the uh, congressman resides, right? Who's uh, FBI life, lifelong FBI operative. So you have this Goldman firm calling me in to represent me. I don't know who they are. Top firm in Doylestown. Come to the conference room. Bill, Bill Goldman's there. Top of the firm. This is the white shoe club that goes golfing every Sunday. And they're there with their total team. How often does that happen? Does it even happen in movies? So I don't know who these guys are. They're defense attorneys. They call me in. Hey, we're interested in your story. What story are you talking about? Oh, just, you know, so they get me talking about the Matrix story. They fish you. Remember how they, you said they talk nice, right? They get you playing nice. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'm telling these guys this whole top of the firm on the suite period about the story and all the evidence. Hey, we got Hollywood firms too that are with us that can help you get this done. All the promises are made first, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What happens with this firm, this promise even giving their car, they're going to protect me if everybody tries a 302? There are no shows when the 302 happens, right? It's there, so you're with the wrong guys. What happened on Maui? On Maui, I had the guys that were going to throw the case. And we have right here the contract that's fake and not good at all, not going to help me at all. It's going to have me uh, actually be put away. And we also have his um, status, what we showed, where he's ineligible to practice law. Okay, so that's what they do. They provide you their own attorneys, and they play good cop, bad cop, literally. All right. Since they had that checked off, these guys wouldn't give us any of the paperwork. When I was asking for discovery of all these things that happened and all the documents, they wouldn't give it. So I had to work it to actually get these documents. When I got them, I find out that the social worker, her name was um, Samantha Harrison. She gave me her card, told Aiden that she would always be available. She's going to do things to help us and that we're just this model family. Her report, I find out later, said, the dad was just, no, Tom Oldhouse was disheveled. He seemed disoriented. He mumbled the whole time. Did, what? That's like somebody saying right now that I mumbled the whole time during your show, right? That's what they do. They'll say that. 
And so that's what the report was saying. And she says, we don't have enough yet on Mr. Olive House to put him away. So you're using my son as a method, not helping him destroy his life by trying to get the father put away and rip away from him. And they did it like six times. So what they do, I went to uh, psych people to prove clean bill of health. Now I had PTSD effects, which here's the extent of mine. If I was at a job, I would start to tear up about my sons that were murdered. All right. So, and I, I don't, I feel like that's normal. You know, it's yeah. like if you're yeah. going to tear up if you actually cared about your children, right? Yeah. Is that a condition? So what happens is I go to um, uh, a different, like a different psych person. Her name is Anne Gluck. Very qualified, right? And I'll hold this up. So I go to her and she does a diagnosis. First of all, before this was written, she did two days of testing, including IQ test and everything else, right? Now get this. Everything from any blocks to you name it in tread water. So, okay. So I get all this testing done. And what's interesting is she uh, says that you're, you have the PTSD, but you got rose colored glasses. You think of everybody as potential to do well. You think of everybody as good. And that's what I do. I think everybody is worth helping. Everybody does have value. That's my core, who I am. That's why I wrote the screenplay the way I did. That's why the Wachowskis butchered it their way, where it became cold and mm -hmm. sterile. So in that, yes, that's true. I, I, if you want to call it rose-colored glasses, fine. Um, then there was a thing about um, gift of genius. Now, what's interesting is in this, it says also tremendous empathy. Now, my sister didn't want that. She actually tore this up. This is what's interesting too. Side note real quick. I'm sorry to tangent, but I think in layers as a writer, mm -hmm. I think it's important side note. And take me back on track if I lose track. Kitty, what are you doing? Don't chew that. What was it chew day? Anyway, so yeah, sorry about that. I talked to Mixie. So anyway, so what's interesting is um, uh, this, uh, what was I saying? Okay. Oh, I just lost my, I actually lost my- You have two. tremendous oh. empathy. Yes, tremendous empathy. Okay, great. Tremendous empathy. So my sister tears up any diagnosis, right? She's, she's working for, like you said, they turn around completely the ball and Gio, Gino, you asked about how do you know when they turn? They'll tear up your diagnosis suddenly after saying they're there for you completely and they saw everything where your witnesses suddenly your main witnesses turn right so she tears it up you know why the uh lady in game of thrones cersei is noted for tearing up by Tyrion, tearing up the documents because my sister was tearing up the documents at that time what happened was game of thrones remember i showed you how warner brothers hbo and warner brothers is the one that commissioned tom hanks to claim the immortals title right <laughs> guess where game of thrones comes from this does apply Game of Thrones, the writer, um, J.R. or whatever his name is, he was commissioned by Warner Brothers to write Game of Thrones. He lists himself as an employee of HBO and Warner Brothers. He was hired to write Game of Thrones. And so in it is everything from King Tomlin, who commits suicide because he's too good, to Cersei, the redheaded queen, my sister's redheaded, tearing up, we always call her the queen, tearing up the documents. You will see so much in the Game of Thrones that's directly attached to me. That is not an ego. That's not delusion. That's not me trying to create something. I'm not proud of it. That was meant to mock the death of my sons. That's what it's there for. See. So how how guy, would they get that in? How would they get that private information of that stuff, Tom? Like how would they the know? Congressman, my sister. Great question. My congressman, the congressman who's handling my sister, she works directly for him. Directly for him. That's how he gets all the personal information. That's how Warner Brothers did too to put into the um, piece. Keep in mind that's too. I want to show you something just amazing, if I may. I don't think it'll be G-rated. Okay, 
Uh, you, I, can't, I can't share screen, can I? I can't share screen. Uh, well, it's still not letting you. Let me see if it does. Can you see my screen? It says has started screen sharing. To view, view options. That's you guys. Uh, oh. Hmm? No. Oh. Okay, that's weird. Okay, so I was able to go up and choose view options. So Gino, you have to do that. Where's that at? At the very <laughs> at the very top. I don't see it either. At the very top. Oh, at the very top. You are viewing Tom Elthouse's screen. So it says view options. You can choose either Gino or Tom. So Gina, uh, I only, to... I only have this little control board down here. So can you guys see that or no? No. Okay, crap. Not working. I, when it's I, not working. When I, we'll figure it out next time. When I, when I click on more, it just says, yeah, I'm not seeing anything about sharing. Maybe if I well, just that, stop sharing and let next you Next time we will. Next time we will. Well, maybe God wants us to talk about this first. Gino, anyway. you okay. stop sharing. Let me, let me That's tell what you I'm what I'm thinking. Works. Let, let Tom, let's try right. this real quick. Let me stop sharing and just see if it works. Let's just see. Okay, hopefully we didn't lose anybody. Everybody's still me? there. Oh, yep. Okay, you now screen? you try to sh yeah. you try to share. I'm sharing now. It says I am sharing. Can you see me? Yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it. What the game here? What the game? So I don't know what's going on. Girls, I, I do see not it? see anything. I see it. You see it? I don't know yeah. if the audience can see it or not. I don't think they can. Audience, All right, I want to show you, you something. It? Okay, well, I'll show the girls this then. And this takes, this takes, um, now there's nothing, oh, there's no nudity. There's no, no, there's no nudity here. There's only, I mean, there's nothing, there's no, there's no parts that are R-rated, okay? No R-rated, but I want to show you how far they win. I know something's like, okay, the girls can see it. Okay, there's a flash of man up there naked. No, the thing is that there's nothing, there's no uh, God-created danglies showing, okay? There's nothing there. All right. I mean, it was going to be right in my face. It's not, there's nothing showing. There's nothing showing. I, I would check. I'm not going to do this to you guys. I'm not going to bomb you guys like this. <laughs> Are you ready? But I want, I want to get the point here. Ready? So this is really amazing. <laughs> okay. God, now it feels so stupid. All right. <laughs> this is entertaining. All right. Listen, Game of Thrones. Are you ready? Now you tell me if you want to proceed. There's nothing, there'd be nothing creepy as far as things that are like, put the black thing on it. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So real quick, before you do that. Becky Harper said, can't see it, but y'all look great. Thank you, Becky. <laughs> um, so apparently only the girls are seeing your screen. I don't know what's going on. I have no idea. That's, that's the good ball having some fun. Okay, girls, you can describe what you see and make sure you say, I'm not showing anything like, you know, dangling around. Okay. So anyway, here we go. There's All naked right. people. <laughs> they're not, they're not, they're not showing anything. That's look, that's like Chippendale's shot, right? Chippendale's shot, right? <laughs> yep. That's a guy's shoulder right there. That's his shoulder. Oh, not... it's just her legs are crossed. That's why it looks funny. That's his legs. That's a knight of the flowers. His leg is up. This is from Game of Thrones. And it's like, the other guy has his legs crossed. That's not his, as as um, Horace Gump would say, it's not his butt talks. Okay, so it's not that. All right, here we go. We just spiced it up. Okay, here's the point. How do you identify bodies if you are legal enforcement? What's the number one thing to identify a body? <clears throat> um fingerprints what fingerprints fingerprints is one teeth like would be another from, one teeth like would be another from, um, dental they records don't, they don't check <laughs> genitals okay dental no, records the genitals donnie no 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 nothing with genitals <laughs> God, help us 
was he circumcised? We just raised this to another whole level. Or something. Oh, okay, it's, like, it's dental <laughs> records and fingerprints mostly, right? Isn't that how dental you dental records, fingerprints, yeah. ta, ta, ta. God help us, Gino. And okay, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing charades. You guys aren't getting this. Okay, ready, ready, ready. Sounds and like. Also, also... <laughs> wait, wait. A baby. Cradle. We're not birth, playing this game at the party. Just so everybody knows. Wait, what are we trying to birth identify? Marks. Birth marks. Birth marks. Oh. Okay. <laughs> We agree. God help us. I, I'm not playing trades. We got no, no. Okay, so okay, so birthmark. Yeah, I will. I can be talked to anything. Birthmarks. Do we agree? That's like the number one way to identify somebody. Yeah. For yeah? sure. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Um, you guys are mature enough for this. And anybody that's offended, let me know in the chat. But okay, no, there, no one can not, see it except no you guys, unfortunately. Yeah. The audience can't see it. No. No. What the cabal I'm has trying, a sense of propriety? I'm I'm actually We're googling it right two. now to see what's going on. We're the only two that can see. What the hell's going on? Remember how they play God? They also play editor. Okay, so this is nuts. I want the audience to see this. All right, girls. Well, All right, Gina girls. Here we go. Do something. Oh my gosh. It's like it's like guest gone bad or something. You know, it's I, like I'm googling like, it right now to figure it out. You're googling me. You what? you got no. You guys keep talking. Right, I'm let me, let me tell you out. what's going on. Are you ready for this? Okay, ready. The whole reason this scene's in here. You know why? I already gave right. it. Again. What's this guy going to be showing? Now keep in mind this. Game of Thrones, right? Does it make any sense in the Game of Thrones for this guy to show his birthmark? Would that <laughs> would that propel the story along? Woohoo! Birthmark. You know why they show his birthmark? Why? Because they can catch him in his crime later. The one person comes mm -hmm. forward and says, I saw this guy with his uh, shoulder looks like a buttocks. The shoulder here, which I didn't even think it would look that way. Anyway, this guy is the one that rats on him later and says, yeah, I know his birthmark's there. And that's how they were. They can tell that he had been naked with him and had relations. Okay, Tom, I might have figured it out. Go ahead and stop sharing for a second. Then we can show the audience. Stop oh, sharing. I don't know. It worked, it worked so good. I know. It worked so Yeah. It works so good Telling last Tom time. I don't know why it's not sharing. working today. Okay, let me see. Advanced. This is going to be Video interesting. How, how, do you, you, how could you possibly think? know what he just put up? <laughs> are you guys having right, fun right. with this, or I just crossed the line way too far? It's a good <laughs> point. No, it's fine. It, it wasn't in my right? face, so it's fine. I'm sorry, Sylvia. <laughs> You're probably like, what did Tom just do? He set this up for like episodes to do this to us. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know what I just realized why the cabal might have Gino not see it and only the girls see it, not the audience. It would look like Tom masterminded that only the girls would see this flashing thing in front of their face. <laughs> Evil Tom manipulating the airwaves. Yeah, it's like, okay, let's, I get it now. Right, let's, let's see yeah. if it works. Let's see. Okay, share. Fire away. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll ask before I do anything in this thing. There we all are. All right. Okay, now try it. Let's see what happens. All right. See please if the audience can see it. All right, do you see it? No. It says you have started screen sharing. And it says to choose options. Like, we have to choose the options. Did you guys choose options? Dan, did you choose options? options? Did you choose an option, Danny? Oh, this is what I did oh, last here we time. Go. Yeah, wait, can you no. see it now? No. It's not working for us. Okay, Me Gina, and the audience are, have no clue what's... 
Your, my screen oh, is totally oh. different than yours. It doesn't look this like is yours. Nuts. Oh my god! I is there a way different... Danny or Sylvia can shoot you a feed onto their okay. screen? Okay. Let me try. Let me try this. Multiple. Let me try this. See if this works. Okay. Now try it. Try it now. Wait. Disappear again and go back on. Wait. No, I'm not even on. Right. What the heck's going I on? I just I shared. See. Oh, you took me off. Oh, okay. I... So, Danny, lead us. What do I do? I, I share nothing now. Right I share now. now. Oh, I get it. Okay. Here I go. Good. Nope. Nope. <laughs> You still can't oh, see it. This is I don't understand. Last time it worked I perfect. I don't know either, what's going on. I I, we might it. be monkeyed with right now because they're always monkeyed okay. with. Okay. All right. We're not going to. Okay. Let me tell you hey, something. Wait, do, hey, Tom, put it back up there. I'm going to send oh, That's a, a great idea. Sylvia Smarts Award. Yes. Sylvia and Smarts then Award. stop And then stop sharing so I can share again so that make sure the uh, audio is okay, good. Stop sharing. Okay. You got to do this again after I share again. Okay. Got it? You got it, Sylvia? Okay. Yeah. I'm bailing out. Go ahead. This is kind of funny. It's like it's like we're all adolescents or something. <laughs> it's like we're it's opening so the annoying. dictionary. I don't. I just don't. It shouldn't be this hard. It usually works right away. I don't know what the deal is. Okay. All right. So send the picture. You send it. I send it. Okay. In the chat, send it in the Zoom chat if you can, because yeah. I'm gonna, otherwise I can't get it from my. This is this is worth it. It's very important. The reason the cabal would not want us to see this if they are monkeying with this is because this is such a killer point. That's why. Okay. I Excited to show you. Let me, see if I can Let me do it. it there's no, there's nothing dangling. There's nothing that's <laughs> offensive. This would yeah. still be. All right. Maybe Let me see if that. Let's see if can everybody see can it? see that. It looks like it's bright. There, I see it now. Oh, pull back. Yep. Pull back just a touch. Okay. okay yeah. Now we get the idea. That there's there's a guy. That's the Knight of the Flowers from Game of Thrones with his leg okay. up. And the other that's not his, the other guy's butt. That's his, that's um his shoulder. Yeah, so that's, that's probably what freaked out Sylvia. I don't blame yeah. Okay, so yeah. Okay. So that you get it now, his shoulder. He's looking up at him. Okay. Now, why this is so important is because we identified, you know, that in, in bodies are identified by birthmarks, right? Mm -hmm. Also, uh in the Game of Thrones, they use this scene to condemn the uh Knight of Flowers later. And he's condemned because the guy in bed with him says, yeah, I saw his birthmark. He's put away into the cells. Now, what's really wild is um, my, I'll let the girls, don't worry, don't don't freak out. Oh, I cannot while you're not, others are participating in sharing. Can I can I call it up one more time? I want to show you the, what the heck? But I can't share anymore? Am I still on my screen? Now it says Gino's screen. Oh, okay. And yeah, you don't have you don't have share ability. Okay, maybe maybe it's not gonna happen. Okay, let me just tell you what's going on here. I'll just tell you. And um, all the things shots were made, taken so there wouldn't be anything scary. All right. First of all, the Knight of Flowers. Remember, I said my sister, the redheaded queen, tears up the documents. You know, she does that for the congressman, FBI congressman. Um, yeah, all that's in there. Everything's in there. So the birthmark that the Knight of the Flowers has is a wine-colored birthmark on his inner left thigh. The birthmark that the Knight of Flowers has is an exact match to my birthmark in my on my inner left thigh. Wine colored. Exactly. It's a match. What? Okay. Match. We're not gonna ask you to <laughs> to show us. I actually I actually like, took a picture of it the... without without anything showing. You know, I didn't take the picture of it, but that might be that might be pushing the envelope. But how the would that... they know that? How would uh, I have the answer for you? Okay. Okay. Who was the Hospitals? love of my life? Who was the love of my life that um, Ooh, Warner yeah. Brothers pulled away, Disney pulled away, an engaged to be married to, right? 
Who saw my birthmark for five mm -hmm. years? Oh, man. Yeah. Mostly. Who saw that birthmark knew it intimately? Otika Ball. Mm -hmm. Otika Ball, Senator David Borden's niece, knew that birthmark by heart. And when she's bought over, she's the one that can describe it to the teeth. So that's how they know. Isn't that mm -hmm. something? Isn't that something? Wow. Yeah, she knows. Yeah. That's crazy. And that was Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. So they painted on the actor a birthmark that was mine. Same well, color. One you color. know that in the Game of Thrones that there's a Danny and she's the mother of dragons. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and I can tell you for a fact, they wanted us to meet. Now they think they're in control of this. They think they are. See, here's how it works, Gino. I might just blow your mind here. I don't know. Maybe, hopefully, maybe if it's constructive. They set up, like I said, scenarios, meetups, things like that, where they steer it to happen, like the Truman Show. And then when you meet, it's supposed to be like, oh my God, this is meant to be. And mm -hmm. then what happens is they like to give you and then taketh away. Okay? Mm -hmm. So right now I'm supposed to become very attached because I have a great time with you guys. You guys are amazing. And it's like, I'm supposed to go like, these guys are my crew. These guys are amazing. I love these guys. And then I'm supposed to lose you in a, a way where you just cut me off and you don't contact me again. After plans are too. made. After <laughs> plans are made. See? Yep. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. But and that's... So yeah. that's what that's the playbook. Like we had uh, Gina Phillips on. She was talking about and uh, Kelly Holly. They were talking about programming, and that's yeah. how they do these kids. They 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 segment their yeah. minds through these this programming, and it's the same thing with adults. If they can break you and build you up, break you, build you yeah. up. You know they that's do that. They, they do that in the military too, right? And especially in the Marines the or Navy SEALs. <clears throat> yeah, wag the dog, walk the dog. They take yeah. you down a trail. Mm -hmm. They provide. It's it's the game. Remember that old movie, The Game, with uh, Kirk Douglas? Was it Kirk Douglas? right yeah kirk uh, is he the young, right that's his, exactly old, what his dad was the old i forgot his dad's name yeah the younger one was kirk right take that take truman show it's oh, exactly right. i the hollywood people saying they put me in my own show and it's truman show so what you see is you're going to see things where we're going to talk to each other and go like this oh my god that's such a matchup oh my god that's where i went to eat a pizza oh my god that's what i know that person too oh my god that's the same high school name i have oh my god that's where you know i wear the same leopard print well i can't go that far but yeah yeah. So it's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then they're supposed to pull us away with better offers, things like this, and, and disrupt the timeline. Also, they control the timeline this way. Right now, they could prevent us from doing something else, see? But what they're also showing us is they're afraid of your audience and us all connecting. Remember I said about having a gathering and celebrating together and I'll show you the movie ideas? They do not want that to happen. They don't even want your followers or people who follow you to join us there. They don't want that. Because what happens? Uh, a double force forms that they can't control anymore. We take mm -hmm. on our own lives again, and we tell we call our own shots. Remember the uh, the thing in the, okay the architects thing. Go back to the Matrix, the Immortals. It's actually called Immortals. They operate the Immortals. Okay, what's the architects' problem? How to control the free will of people, right? What's their best win playing God? Controlling the best of us that mm -hmm. are creative visionaries who have free will and are doggedly independent. If they can control us, they've won the what? What is it, Michael Eisner? Ah, oh, the chess game, right? See, mm -hmm. they yeah. us, right? But they're also afraid of us at the same time. So I learned early on, invert the playbook, ask the same questions they ask. They ask, 
What do we, what matters to us most? What are we afraid of losing most? What do we want most? So I turn it around and go, what are they afraid of most? What do they want most? What are they afraid of losing most? I turn it back on them. And Kate Chilton is having panties in a twist. I am telling you, <laughs> she's losing it totally. I'm talking like scout, Eagle Scout knots. Just gone. Painful around. Especially with this crowd, because she didn't yeah. orchestrate this. Yeah, no. And what's wild is they can't be natural in their plots, endeavors, and everything. And they have to coordinate everybody. They're meeting rooms are basically like this what i don't get it okay what we're supposed to all right so i'm supposed to meet what time yeah we're like that hey okay yeah okay we'll do it like danny we had to talk today let's just do that this is like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it fits let's do it we can move like panzer divisions from yeah. world war ii while they're still pushing go-karts that don't have motors that's better <laughs> yeah they always use projection so if you can turn it around on them it is it's it's I don't know. It's like I, I equate everything to football because I know football so well. So if, if you're if you're a defensive coordinator and you've watched this offense for 16 games during the year and it's coming up to the 17th game and you've got the team coming, you pretty much know their playbook. Right. I mean, you've, you've right. watched yeah. them on film. You've watched them live. You see their tendencies and you can kind of guess what's going to happen. We've been watching the cabal for so long and looking at their symbolism and all their movies and, and advertisements and magazines and singers we we pretty much know it's a bunch of bs and we know that mm -hmm. it they're all in, in it together and we're not part of the club so it's yep. easy to pick it apart like it's you just start seeing and it we don't so want naturally. to be part of the club that's the, <laughs> that's the great thing is we don't like <laughs> yeah. your club your club is actually sucky it's yeah. not, <laughs> they're sucky. Awful. it's the most boring plant staring in the corner party i've ever heard of you know it's like they're yeah. boring, but they want to act like they're exciting. You know what's also interesting? You just took me to it, too. Is that their high-ups always say they're fans of the work. They have to hire mm -hmm. deep players with an intellect of a P, like Kate Chilton and, and Keanu Reeves, I'm sorry to say. He's not that smart. And the Wachowskis and so Sophia Stewart. Don't bring any more Sophia Stewart comments on. It's obviously she only wrote 33 pages, and that's not enough for a screenplay, so stop saying we're supposed to pray to her. Anyway, so what happens is the deep players are the ones that won't get swooed away with fans of the work because they don't know how to think outside the box. So they won't be fans of the work because they're just all ego. But the main players, they can't even trust themselves. Like Bob Iger, who wanted to talk to me from Disney, they're fans of the work. They know our potentials and even brag about it. Mm -hmm. So they have to employ D players to be their assassins, basically, be their anonymous. Isn't that interesting? That's also yeah. dumb people, right? So we attract smart people and we are drawn to smart people. It's a, it's what, what's the actual code in the matrix of the immortals, not matrix. That's Sophia Stewart and, and the Wachowski. That. In the immortals, as the uh, Disney and Warner Brothers call it, the immortals also, uh, the code is basically that it is a calling for people of faith, talent, cross disciplines to come together, to form a think tank, to change our world and the studios to put out great material, to influence our world, to make it a better world, solve the problems of our world. That's, the code in the immortals and by you guys having me on you're allowing the author to see his vision start to transform and i was also given that i cannot do this alone otherwise i would be in trouble i have to be in a group because then what happens is i think i said he's standing earlier what happens then is i'm not put on a pedestal should i get name credit back um people can look to each other and a group to count on us to be doing this out of goodwill 
and um, wanting to see good things happen, not an ego trip like Hollywood. Like right. Hollywood, right. If it was just me claiming it, I wouldn't even want. I I wouldn't ask myself out to dinner, Danny. I wouldn't. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Tom, you'd be a boring date to yourself. Are you kidding? I tell the best jokes, and the best thing is, I don't even know the punchline coming. Is that it? <laughs> Uh, over there in Rumble, uh, JD Sky and Air said, "Are they clones?" I'm not. You might have to elaborate on that because I'm not. That's sure a good what... question. Cloning is definitely Did... coming to play. They brag about that, mm -hmm. and um, they're actually wanting to. Uh, if I have this correctly given to me, they're actually looking at yeah, the people that said about alien DNA. Yeah, yeah, they've got the craft. It's being released all through the government now. I mean, what, 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 what? We're in a whole different time mm -hmm. now, right? As far as cloning, yes. The problem with the cloning, though, is get this. If you clone somebody, which they have, they've been cloning humans, yes. They did the animal, like, what was that, Dolly the sheep way back? So, yeah, they. you think they couldn't wait to lick their chops, pun intended, to go ahead and do that? Lamb chop, that's a joke there. Anyway, so, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, it was a cheap joke, cheap shot. Anyway, the thing is, yes, they have clones, but here's the deal. How long would it take to educate, I was going to say, um, uh, what's who's our, who's our president? Can he, he's not even memorable. <laughs> I can't do, remember. Do we have a Do no, we have a real one? <laughs> do we have it, or is that Pinocchio? No, we don't no, have one. I think that's it. We have a resident. Bye -bye. We don't have bye -bye? a president. No. Bye bye. Oh, we don't have a president. Okay. No. Anyway, if we would clone somebody who, who can't remember, then that, we wouldn't be worth it. His brains. He might go against what I'm saying. You have to train a clone from uh, uh, birth up. See, you have to educate it. It's not going to be coming with all the knowledge of an adult. Say it's a cloned adult. You're not, if somebody cloned me, heaven forbid, you're not going to have all the knowledge of Tom there, right? And that sounds so self-serving when I said that. You Is that people. why some people are like little children and they're very confused? Oh. Yeah, I mean, that's the same thing when you pull the neural link in the future. That's why it's bad. If you pull the neural link in the future, you become dependent on the memories and you'll be a babbling idiot in the screenplay. Right. Thanks, Danny. So the thing is that if you have a clone, let's say we clone Gino, right? Yeah, you'd have to educate that clone. I mean, oh, my so. wife's gonna be so happy, Tom. Two of me. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, two Genos. But the thing is that it doesn't come with the knowledge, right? You don't have the knowledge. Now they are. Oh man, a Gina without now, the knowledge. Well, here's the deal. Does the first Does the first Kathy have any knowledge? <laughs> like that movie with what's his name? Who like the the third, fourth generation was a dumb one. Yeah, just did the menial labor. Anyway, so yeah, so what happens with the neural link though? Look at the timing. Clone question's a fair one. With a neural link, you can educate your clone because yep. it's totally your uh, DNA. It fits you. You can yeah, take oh my neural link knowledge and it fits yeah. you. It adapts Holy to you like crap. avatar, the right avatar. Mm -hmm. You can put it right into that clone and it's you. And that, that, that repeat clone may not even know that it's a copy of you. Yeah, that's like just downloading so your question. conscience into another into another. You know, perfectly whatever, shell of you avatar. I as not downloading your conscience i don't know if that's possible but it downloads your memories right well see the neural link your fair question danny fair, fair point is that in the neural in the neural link in the matrix and i'm saying this that's a stupid title the immortals <laughs> you have the neural link of smith being adapted to neo so he can use the memories of smith but he loses his own memories in the process right yeah so he's living the memories of, but he feels what Smith felt during those memories. See, yeah. So that's what's going to happen. And who said, who said? Who asked about the clones first of all? Who asked? That is JD Sky and Air. 
In JD Rumble. Sky and Air, if I said your name right, brilliant, genius. My hat goes off to you. I don't wear hats now, but yeah, I do ball caps. Yeah, my ball cap goes off to you because that's a very important question. And you just established something very, very important that yes, with Neuralink, they do have clones waiting and for certain people and the Neuralink can make this all happen. They'll actually feel what the original host felt. Oh, wow. Okay, well, here's the other thing JD said. The scary thing is the AI takeover. So let's assume, let's say AI takes over, kind of like Skynet, right back in Terminator 2, or 1, whatever it was. Which so you're plugged in, you're, yeah. yeah, you're plugged into the system, and now AI takes over, and now you have your memory, your conscious, you have everything there. Now AI adds to that to program you using your the knowledge that, what do we call them? Avatars? I don't know. Whatever the other thing is, the copy. And they can program you with the knowledge you already have. So people think it's really you, but AI is using your intelligence, but adding its own to do nefarious things and deeds. Right. Right. They can do that. Yeah. They can do that also. But here's the deal. Also, there's a layer here, which uh, Elon Musk is not going to tell you. First of all, Elon Musk never tells you the bad things about Neuralink, does he? Does he ever say the bad things about Neuralink? Now, since I'm saying this and Chilton's watching or watching the taped version after Blackie does it, um, you're gonna what you see is he only talks about positive things and he talks very general. He actually doesn't understand it. He was hired by Warner Brothers and Chilton to do this, take the work, uh, just like they took the text. Anyway, enough on that. So what happens is um, he only talks about the positive, but there's so many negative things to Neuralink, so many bad things. And what they're doing is they're telling you that AI is going to take over, right? This is something you're telling us. And we have to address, we have to look at this. We have to examine this. But they have fail-safes in place as the creators and programmers. Who's the one that's getting to program? Groot or whatever his name is? Uh, or be in charge of it, Elon? So what you have is Elon's supposed to look like our savior in our world, right? That's what he's being groomed to look like. He's not. He's a bully. But what's going to, sorry, bust bubbles. But it's not even his tech. It's like Edison taking stuff. But what's going to happen is you have them with kill switches, redundancy things that are in place that they'll never lose control of the AI. The AI is under their command. There was a show that had this, a sci-fi show, where if the um, the uh, certain replicant or whatever did anything that was apart from the main guy who programmed it, it would shut down. It would shut down. And it, it had different processes that would do that. It was almost like it was in a... a captivating bubble but to others it would work on it would it couldn't shut it down it was like your dog uh duke the dobrin pincher that only listens to you right back to game of thrones but anyway so what happens is um they're they're set to make us think that ai will just take over but they'll never lose control of the ai system they won't and that's that's programmed in there and ai is not going to be allowed and we we are fed this stuff with um, iRobot and stuff where um, uh, I forget her name, the one that's Vicky, Vicky, an iRobot, the computer programming thing mm-hmm. starts to get its own thinking and things like this. They want us to think that, but they're not going to let that happen, right? They're not going to let it happen. They will always be God over the machine. And that's why they put in the matrix that very thing to mislead us, just like the reversed red pill, blue pill. So that's in, in what I'm trying to say is I know it's like take a lot of salt with this, but if I am back in charge of my tech Neuralink, I have ways to make sure that it does not get out of control and it's only used for what it's supposed to be used for as far as my sphere goes. All right. And um, that can be that can be programmed in. 
You can. Okay, you can. so Tom, over here, Fox. Our, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Long wind. Our our good friend, <laughs> Unlimited Anon. Unlimited Anon. Am I able to use your name? I don't know. I don't know if we're supposed to. I mean, he's been on our show, so I don't think it's a big secret. Anyway, uh, he had said, Elon gave us a platform. He changed the game bigly. Now, I will say, it does appear so at the moment. But what was the? what's his ultimate goal? What's his motives in that? I've always been, I, I was like 50-50 with it until you came on last time. And then I was like, now I'm 25-75 <clears throat> that he's not good in the long no. run. And that this is, this is. This is to get us to the next level that you're talking, where yeah. we get comfortable with somebody. We seem like we Let's can see. trust them. Oh, he's standing yeah. up for free speech, all these great things. That's Same what the Antichrist is going to do, for crying out loud. That's who he's supposed to be. This is the approachment that Danny was talking about, and Sylvia was talking about, too. This is, you get the sweet honeymoon period first. Mm -hmm. That's what he's giving us right now. Who's Elon Musk? Let me just give you a real shocker. I'm Elon Musk. Just like... <laughs> Keanu Reeves played Neo, which was Thomas A. That's my tech from Surrey to internet That's to true. Windows so to uh, yeah. uh, Neuralink is all mine. It's all through here. The Wachowski said they want to do Jackson Neck. Now, that's why Elon Musk in the honeymoon period isn't telling you the bad stuff about it yet. It's not his tech. He was given it in 1999 by Kate Chilton when the Wachowskis were given it too. That's why he appears on Iron Man 2 in the cameo at the raceway. raceway. He's just there staring, and, and, and Tony Stark goes, hey, there's Elon Musk. That's an inside grooming. That's conditioning mm -hmm. for audience to think he's a good guy. You don't see Tom Aldhouse waving there, who has a copyright on the work in tech. Okay. All right, so, Tom, for people that didn't watch the show last time, they would have to sure. go back and see this. I Just sure. so they understand. Yeah. You're not claiming the engineering of the tech. You're, no, you are the no. You have the creative... Uh, what do they call that? Creative concept, idea? I don't know. I have, the, I have the design concept. I even talk about how concept, it goes okay. back to the neck. I talk about the bad things, good things, library of memories in it, how you can live in feelings of others. It's integral to the story, like I said, where Neo has to have his uh, uh, Neuralink or Enhancer's disease by the architect. It's all through my stop, the whole story. And in mm -hmm. fact, like I said, Wachowski said he wanted to do Jack's neck for real off my work. And that's taken out. He has to lose it because the architect diseased his program when he's at a certain point, it'll be diseased and go off. He has to, he's told to think about three things that matter. I can't wait till we have to actually make the film. You'll see all this tie together. That'd be easier for audiences. And then what happens is, because you're conditioned to think well of Elon Musk, that's all the PR that's been done. Oh my God, yes, including plastic surgery. But he has to put in Smith's memories. He's given three days to train to put in Smith's memories. And that goes really bad. I can read you some pages right now in the screenplay, where it goes really bad when he's trying to learn to adapt to Smith's memories. When he's having Smith's memories put in, and not having his own anymore, and he's been dependent on the Neuralink for his own, he starts to feel what Smith felt, and he's seeing his own family being tortured and feeling the delight that Smith feels while he's experiencing Smith torturing his family as himself. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's much richer. Remember the scene where Trinity is in the uh, thing going for the dome, and yes, I have the dome, and yes, I have the, I'm traveling to it, and the Trinity character is there holding his hand. Yes. Why? because he's living the memories of Smith. They don't show the memories, though. They strip that out. When you see the immortals the way it's supposed to be done, originally, before Matrix, you're going to see the memories that Smith, uh, that Neo is dealing with and suffering from. And that's why Trinity is going to make more sense, as he's using the memories to find the dome. Makes sense? So no, Elon Musk just had nothing to do with Neuralink. He had it given to him by Kate Chilton of Warner Brothers when they stole the work, and they had to do, think of this, when they stole the work, when they stole all the ideas and lifted the storyboard and the images of all the cool 
iconic images, robot-like agents, everything else, little girl train station, Jackson Neck. They also had to do something with the tech in here, didn't they? They had to do something with the tech. So they gave the tech to Elon Musk. He didn't so, come up with it. Explain it. Okay, so Tom, so, so just to add a little nomenclature here, and just so sure. I can get this in my Far own brain. So, okay, you, you have the creative idea. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers steals it, Chilton. Passes it on to this groomed Elon Musk. Now failing. Musk becomes this public figure that's like, wow, he's setting the world free from all this, you know, cabal stuff, even but though he's technically part of it. Yep. The media then, but now what? They hand it off to engineers and scientists and say, hey, make this real. Is that how it Here's the prediction. Let me give you a prediction right now. Because I'm talking about it, it's on the air. And we saw the reaction when I challenged Kate Chilton. And watch for the reaction now. Elon Musk is going to fall out of favor is my prediction. He's going to fall out of favor. Just like Sophia Stewart's falling out of favor. Do you know how I know Sophia Stewart's falling out of favor? Let me show you something really cool. One second. I want to show you something really cool. Uh, I love how Tom just disappears and it's cool. Most people <laughs> couldn't do that. <laughs> With perfect hair. No, it didn't look so perfect. Right? Oh, sorry. Okay, anyway. So let me show you something really cool. So because I did the show last night challenging Kate Chilton and talking about Sophia Stewart, this other show, uh, Sarah Westalls, here's what happened. Just been announced. Third eye. On Amazon. Come on, you come know, on. Third no. eye too. Are you kidding me? <laughs> now watch. Stuff. Now listen. Listen to what I have to say. Watch oh for Elon Musk to get the same treatment very soon. Uh, watch what happens. So what you have here is third eye is Sophia Stewart's title, right? That is her title, third eye, right? Sophia Stewart is very adamant about selling her book about the third eye. Now what's interesting is that 33-page manuscript suddenly Amazon, which is with Disney, announces the third eye under a different author. Which is Q in the cabal for Sophia Stewart is finished. She failed. The five to seven million to take Tom Aldhouse, she did not do her job. She has to go down now. I would not be surprised if Sophia Stewart met with some of the treatment we received, including highway treatment. What's not highway just, treatment? Yeah, highway treatment. That's when cars go like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oops. Now, not to say it in a way. So Elon Musk is in trouble right now. They spent so much money. And so much time grooming Elon Musk, he can't tell you about Neuralink. The reason the engineers are handling it right now, he's an engineer, he doesn't understand it at all. And it's getting embarrassing for him, just like the Wachowskis talking about it on air, that, that, they, that galas, they, had this, they said they didn't want to do interviews anymore. They didn't want to talk about Tom's work anymore. I'm not saying that to be egotistical, I'm saying that that's the frame of reference. They didn't want to talk about it anymore, the immortals, because it was too, Joel Silver is embarrassing the boys. They were embarrassed to talk about it. So they stopped doing interviews for a while until my case was thrown. Same thing with Elon Musk. Elon Musk cannot explain the neural link, but I can, every detail. And, and let's take a moment, if we may, talk about some of the bad things after I establish this point. One of the things they're now doing is a talking point, saying, how come Tom Aldous is, is still alive? That's their saying now. One of the biggest come like talking points to try to shut me down is, why is he still alive? Well, that's a real stupid talking point. And I'll give you an answer. Because Tom Aldhouse is the guy that understands Neuralink inside and out. I'm the one that was given it by God, even if they don't believe in God. I know the ins, outs, ups, downs, and everything else. I know the design, everything else. I know it all. Do you know in the copyright or the patent office, they describe a cord that's braided that attaches to the back of the neck? That's the extent, basically, of the patent file. What? For real? They don't understand it. I looked it up. <laughs> I have everything in here going back and forth. The first question the Wachowski said to me, I hope this is helping was, or first statement they made at my deposition was, you don't have Neuralink, you don't have Jack Neck in there at all. You don't have Jack Neck at all. They're protecting their boy, Elon Musk. 
So what happened is I said, I opened blindly to a page in here and it was Neuralink. It was, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. I opened blindly. You saw me. No, you, you didn't. Me, right? You did, did not. I, did Are I, you serious? I did so. Did I have my finger on okay. there, Mark? That's, folks, end of the show. That is too weird. <laughs> no, no. Look, 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 look. I'm oh serious. This is, this is blowing my Read mind. Read it to us. Listen to this. Listen to this. Oh my God. <laughs> Does it sound like my mind's blown? My no. God, with the wild eyes. This is no. incredible. I'm on page 66. And it's just, just, like, just like. Tom, wait, Tom. Oh, my gosh. Okay, si we know. Look, six is. No, no, not six. <laughs> this isn't Bill and Ted. Come on. We already, we already talked about Keanu. And, uh, look, 66, though, number of man, six, right? And you're saying this is a man made that. machine, right? Like, come on, how crazy is that with this machine? Go back. When you watch this again, see if I had any mark on it. I'm not a card player. So watch <laughs> this, you know? I want to die at the saloon. Let me read what's here. Are you ready? This is what happened at the Warner Brothers deposition. Let me read this. Interior. I'm gonna change the name back to what, what we know him as. Interior, Neo's future home, living room, night. Oh, that's how you establish the scene, right? Let me read it. Well, wait, wait, wait. What was Neo's original name? Jim Reese. They use it in terminal list in Amazon with Disney. They put Jim Reese, number one show on the terminal list, because I was supposed to be on terminal list, as the main character, right from the screenplay that, that Keanu Reeves saw on set. Now listen okay. to this, guys. I want you to enjoy this, because I my mind is still smoking. You ready? Here we go. Listen to this. This is blind pick. I'm not making this up. My God. Okay, listen. Interior, Neo, Neo's future home, living room, night. We establish the setting. Neo looks relieved as he opens his eyes. Deleted is on his computer screen, along with a reflection of a man outside the window. Jim turns, or Neo turns, no one is there. The room lights dim. Oh, Neo calls dim to the Surrey, his wife's, you know, girl the room lights dim and the window glass darkens. Then it says, um, what was that? Oh, then it goes to the part thing. Anyway, so he's being watched and he was downloading his memories right on to the computer out of the neural link on page 66, mm. which you said, which I did not know, symbolizes man. Is there yeah, a God? Man. Is oh there gosh. a God? <laughs> yes. Is so there crazy. a God? Absolutely. <laughs> That oh is the weirdest God. thing ever. I'm talking like that. It's happened right on your show. Go back and watch that oh thing. This is 128 <laughs> pages plus. And there's no way to mark a page to pull it open with a slide no. of finger. Right? You know, Tom, the other thing that's kind of cool is, I mean, you're, you're talking about the Surrey thing there, right? And I mean, this yeah. is 19. When did when was it written? 90 what? This was written from 1989 to 1993. Oh my gosh. Okay. So like. To look that far ahead and have those ideas of like, wow, you're going to be able to just yell out to something in your house. Now, I guess some people could argue, well, hell from 2001 kind of was like that, you know, but that was a spaceship. It wasn't residential. No one really saw that. And yeah, there's some old comic books or something where maybe they were looking and, you know, like Flash Gordon, I think he had like a um, TV on his wrist or something or one of those guys, whatever it was. Um, but it's like. This is crazy because it all does fit really nice and neat together in this like package that you've put together yeah. in the Immortals, yeah. and how mm -hmm. and like come on and that it's on <laughs> it's on page sixty six for crying out loud like that's yeah. like we know that's the number of the beast is six six six. That's what's so happening crazy. is I was I think I told Danny this I was I was given at the right time we be revealed 
the work would be revealed mm -hmm. and be doing the work at the right time. What we just saw tonight is it's the right time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we all outwit. know yeah. this too. Yes. Yes. That's the so, awesome thing. That's right. Elon's <laughs> trying to outwit God and the original who was he channeled through. God. We're coming back. So watch for Elon to fall from grace from the cabal. Why? Because we're talking right now. We're doing other interviews, revealing it and revealing him. Sophia Stewart failed. And what did we just see? What did we just see pop up right when it was announced that she failed? What did we see? Let me go one more time to it. One more time to it right here. For them to do that is going to tweak her goat. She is going to be so pissed. So, so she's going to know right away. Like she gets it. Oh, she knows she's done. She's okay. done. But she won't wow. shut up. And her minions, won't, and, watch your minions appear on your thing. Uh, They're going to be coming like, you know, saying things like you should bow down to her. Yeah, she's done. She's and done. help well, me out. Also, help me out again. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Dan. Well, just real quick. Elon Musk just fired the Disney guy, right? Bob Iger. No, he wants good. So, Tina, you're genius. Guys, you're genius. Bob, okay, this is so important, so important, so important. Oh, sorry, Gino. I thought it was going to be quick. It's fine. What did you have to say Hold while on, look, he's look. doing his thing? Look what I have right here. Oh, there he is. That's the guy that wanted to talk to me that also put Mike Lang in place, and he wanted to talk to me about my screenplay and bring me into Disney, Bob Iger. When I said on the air that he had called me and I had a tape of the call that his top guy called me and said he was going to do this, he was fired the next day, and they did a pedophile <laughs> So then I said, the only way I could work with Disney on this, if we're going to make it better for the world, I said, do the right thing. Help people. Protect the innocent. Do good programming with people that have compassion and aren't just idiots. And so then Bob Iger's reinstated right away. Then who do they call to get rid of Bob Iger, Bob Iger now? The man who's supposed to do me in, Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. I rest my case. Elon Musk is the biggest jerk face on the planet who has a brain of a pea who's been conditioned and publicized by the mainstream media to be some kind of savior. He's not. He can't even flush toilets properly. The guy is a jerk and he's a nasty person and he has not come up with great ideas. He doesn't have a portfolio of them. He's living off of other people. He was brought in just like the Wachowskis were to take the work and pose as a genius as a deep player. He failed in life. And was rescued when he was going bankrupt. And that was told by my insiders also. No, Elon Musk is not. I'm so sick of it. Elon Musk is not our hero. He doesn't care about us. He simply wants to collect. Show me the money. Show me the money for stolen work. But here's why I'm alive also. The CIA has a rule that you don't destroy your assets that understand material. If your primary asset that understands the material or creates material, don't destroy them. That's like burning the library at Alexandria. So you don't do that. So the no touch rule is on me because I understand Neuralink completely, pros and cons. May I share something negative or are we out of time? Oh, no. Okay. You're muted. You're Neuralink muted. Oh, okay, we got plenty. I almost made it through a whole... Okay. Thanks, what, Sylvia. What, oh, Thanks oh, for reminding me. I almost made it through a whole show without being muted. And Sylvia just can't wait. She's just sitting there like, oh, I can't wait till he's, he tries to talk and he's muted. I can't wait. She's like chomping at the bit. Gino would never, you would never be. Tom, Tom, she's evil. She is so evil. <laughs> Sylvia is just. She's, yeah. She's relentless. <laughs> All right, yeah. Tom, real quick before you go on. I want to ask one thing about this third eye thing. Okay, what I. Okay, I mean, we know what the third eye is, right? I mean, that's you open up the mind, and it's this new age yeah. thing. This right, yeah. Yeah. but but the third eye with 
Neuralink is a manufactured third eye, right? It's not yeah, you're yeah. you're you're creating a third eye. So yeah. is that what they're kind of like saying by using third eye, or is that a name she came up with? Like I don't see the connection with the third eye thing. Well, yet. that's what's so funny. There's a there's a if I could share my screen with it, it's not working. Next time we can share screens. Let's do it next time. Yeah. Have a party. Um, there's a company on the uh, copyright of Immortals, right? Which says they're they created um, third eye. So it's like it's like Sophia Stewart was given this idea from the players to play it forward with an agenda to push this idea of a third eye. See, okay. to take us away from our real sight. Gotcha. And right for the novel that my brother, uh, ex-brother, he's not really my brother, he's part of the cabals, bought and sold, right? Totally bought by Disney and this stuff. Um, his book, guess what his book is called? Second Sight. Yeah, see it? <laughs> they ma they think they're being clever. It's stupid. Oh it's, just so, it's right so, yeah, there, it's so, all right there. Apologies yeah. to whoever was asking about Elon Musk, but. I, I do mean to burst bubbles if it's like a blister to heal. So I'm going to burst the blister to heal, even if it's gross newsy. The thing is, like, Elon Musk is a blister that needs to be popped here. So it's like, he, I don't mean off him. I'm saying just like, yeah. They'll send him back to the D player pen where he can enjoy catering because he's not doing his job. He's supposed to swoon you, woo you, and make you think that we should all believe in the all great Elon Musk to take us home and protect us and we shouldn't do anything. What Donnie was saying about the wrong way of being still, right? So that's what Elon Musk's job is, is supposed to be that's being done for us. I'm telling you, as the author of remember this story, when God, Tom, remember when you? his Tesla was flying around in space? <laughs> that, sorry, I that's, can't even laugh. I can't, I'm trying not to laugh. I know. So anyway, his was that in the script somewhere? <laughs> his Tesla flying, flying around outside. Flying car? Yeah. 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 I didn't. Well, I, I said, I did I say automobile or vehicle? I'm not saying that C A R word anymore because Joyful June's out there lurking somewhere and she'll make fun of me. Oh, she won't make fun of you saying naturally saying car. It's okay. It's all right. No, you can get your car anytime you want. It's okay. I lost. I lost my position. Sorry. I take it back. Anyway, so yeah. Um, what's What's interesting is in the Immortals, you have it fully fleshed out, like Neuralink completely, and you've got Elon Musk trying to catch up, and so he never talks about the bad stuff. Wait, did you have a question for me in that? Was there a question in there? <laughs> I was just making a point. Like, I remember that stupid car flying. Oh, I said it. That vehicle flying around out in space. And it was just kind of like floating. And I'm like, are you serious with this? Like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, that's it so freaking fake. Important yeah. point. They're doing publicity stunts. I actually called yeah. it out. I had an insider let me know what Elon Musk and them were going to do with Elon Musk or what they're going to do with Elon Musk, the children's crowd and everything. They were going to have a monkey get on camera for public and speak English that we're going to do it with the neural link. And I announced it on air before they had a chance to do it wow. and it drove them crazy. So then they replaced it with a clip where they showed that basically all these animals that are subject to neural link testing are like a petting zoo. And that's what it was all about. It was like, just suddenly we're back to a basics of like all the animals are treated well and happy. They're petted and fed and loved that it was, they couldn't do their stunt. So that's part of the playbook. Let's tie it back as Tom mumbles. It makes no sense at all. You go back to what the playbook says, announce things before they do it. Their thing is they think audiences are dumb. So make a big buildup and then announce it. And if you announce it ahead of time, it's like the record going, the old records going, scratching across the vinyl. Mm -hmm. They don't like that at all. So that's what I'm saying. Now let's, let's mention real quickly. Do you have a question? Are you bubbling up with a question? Do you know? Well, laminate lie over here. It's like, 
It does. It gets like laser focused. It was, it was focusing. Uh, I was like, I felt it power. I was like, like I'm on a wheelie chair here. It's like going. <laughs> laminate lie over here in rumble said you this is a quote from elon musk you can tell it's real because it looks so fake (laughs) elon musk regarding starman and falcon heavy then laminate lie says why is the pineal gland new age i don't i don't know if you're talking to me laminate lie or the panel me personally i don't think it's new age they everything god has created for good gets hijacked by evil so the pineal gland has been hijacked by new age and you know using it to to do things they're not supposed to that god never intended that thing to be used for so they access it through drugs and meditation and all these other things so it's i don't think it's um new age it's just that it's been hijacked by them. right right they give different attributes to it and different claims to it yeah just like they used matrix to rip off immortals and then twist it all around Mm -hmm. they don't want to talk about yeah but that's the thing what Elon Musk doesn't understand, and I, I, what they did was they actually had a program where they had him in a uh, before a large audience, live studio, and uh, they brought in this uh, Chinese man who was like not very smart. So they actually brought somebody dumber down to appear with them so Elon could sound smart for a change. It was incredible. I was like going like this, like the scene from Naked Gun where the uh, conductor's being tied up and he's like a singer and he's like, as, as uh, Leslie Nielsen singing the national anthem, he's like, that's what I felt Enrico, like. Enrico, Enrico Palazzo, isn't that his yeah, name? That's it, yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. That's what the I girls, again, like. have no idea what we're talking about. That's okay. That's okay. Sylvia, this is kind of like when KK was used to be on with us and we would talk about things <laughs> she didn't understand. Now I feel like I'm doing the same thing to Sylvia and Danielle. But anyway, we get it, Tom, so it's fun. Yeah, there you go. Okay, good. There you go. So they get to see the visuals of the naked man, and you get to see the actual talk. Okay. <laughs> right. Sorry, Sylvia, again, too. I didn't mean to give you heart failure on that one. But anyway, yeah, that, it was not intentional. But anyway, so yeah. Um, yeah, that's what it felt like, because he had uh, basically, I just sound like Eddie Izzard there. He's just a callback. He goes, yeah. Anyway, so the comedian from England. Anybody? Crickets? Okay, yeah. Sorry, I'm the worst at these. <laughs> Don't worry about it. He's a great comedian. He's really amazing. He's a grifter and everything else. Watch him someday. Okay, so. What you have is Elon sitting there with this guy. They had to find somebody stupid enough to make him look good. And they're talking about Elon, they're talking about Neuralink. And it's just incredible. And he's like, he's like, I think science is not good. And Elon's like, oh, I beg to differ. I think that uh, science is going to take us forward. I don't know why I can't really open my mouth the full way, but I think it's <laughs> more intelligent if I just keep it sort of slipping kind of this way. Sort of a James Bond feel with my radiated new uh altered uh, facelift anyway so basically what we have here is the neural link will attach to the back of the neck and send signals it doesn't know what he's talking about so the thing is like there is something very very bad uh remember we talked about the neural link being pulled right mm-hmm. did we do this on your show before mm-hmm. we cover this? Uh, yeah we just yeah i think we talked about it last time okay then you know what i'm talking about well, yeah. if, they, if they steal your neural link they have access to all your passcodes everything to inception they can take everything away from you they know your intimate moments and will relive them and feel the feelings of your intimate moments with your loved ones. Great. You know, they'll also have your codes. They'll have your intellectual ideas. They'll have your most personal moments. They'll have stuff they can put dirt on you for even just a great thought in the morning waking hours, which they can isolate and publicly display. They can also take away your ability to create and feel and your faith in a sense. Get this one. Now, I, I expect people to debate me on this. That's okay. Critical thinking is loud. If they give you back a chip that's altered, it can have inhibitors for you to feel connected to God. Your mind is a conduit for your faith. 
God designed it in order for you to be able to feel, sense his presence, everything else. You can have inhibitors. Like, just think of it this way. If you're on a major drug overdose, can you feel a presence, do you think? Or are you inhibited? So blockers will be applied when you're given back your Neuralink after you've been questioned. And they were concerned when, when uh, child services comes in with a SWAT team and says they're concerned for your safety and the safety of your child. We're going to need to take your Neuralink just so we can, you know, take a look at it because something's definitely wrong. We want to help you. Now you're going to lose bodily functions and we're going to, you know, help you with this medication to help you calm down and stay calm. They love to say that, don't they? They love to say we're going to help you yeah. stay calm. We're not the ones that are agitated, but they'll put that in the report. Anyway, so that's the thing is when they take your neural link, you'll lose your, you've been dependent on your neural link over a certain period of time uh, as memory is a muscle function. It's a muscle memory. So use a discipline. See what I'm saying? And then eventually right. what happens is if you keep it inside of you, and then like you said, you start losing feeling and then your body starts deteriorating. You start losing um, bodily functions, functions, like you right. said, organ right. functions, all of that. And then I believe it even goes deeper than that, which would be a whole other show, but it over time, generationally speaking, genetic memory, it goes down into your DNA. So if you live your whole life with Neuralink and then you do have children, your children will get weaker. Their children will get weaker. It continues on and on and on and on and on until basically the human race ends up nothing. They, they, they can't have children anymore. They're so confused and so disconnected from God that they don't even know what's going on. I believe right it can that's right. finish, finish your thought finish your thought sorry well no that's basically all all i was gonna say is that it's basically like um i don't want to say the wrong word but uh a de-evolution yeah. i guess like yeah. it, you you like deteriorate through generations and that's why in the bible at one point we were living 800 to a thousand years and it's been a decline ever since and so the more we get away from god the worse it's going to be and mm -hmm. using technology to basically take us over is going to get us completely away from god you know just you just, hit, you just hit the whole thing about balancing the equation that Wachowski didn't understand where the architect's uh, mind is atrophying from lack of stimulation and he's he's actually degrading and they're trying to hide that and that's what they put in man in the high castle too and what's interesting is i opened uh, blindly again god is with us i'm He's telling right you to, i told right you to god it. put this team together you know it you know it and Neuralink, right there let me read something from the pages of the immortals are you ready i mean yeah. first i'll show it so somebody can, can screen oh the angle's weird okay you can screenshot that anybody good here we go <laughs> um wintergreen which is zion i changed the name from zion to wintergreen in the final draft paul knight you always establish interior you set your setting I actually wrote a shooting script. Can you believe that? I wrote a shooting script. That's not really what people usually do. So I gave it to him bread and butter, doused with jam and honey on the side. It was ready to shoot. Think of it. So how do you steal something ready to shoot? Lift it with a visual storyboard, taking everything you school out of context, which you unravel the story. And then at the end, they say, oh, we're going to keep it this way. The ending is the exact same ending. And they did. It doesn't work when you take everything out of context. All right, here we go. Brian's and Dr. Pierce, they're, they're in underground. They took the Neuralink out of uh, Neo. We, you gave good explanations on this here, see? They took it out. He now was a babbling in it. Trinity had to help him. Think of them holding the hand, going for the dome. And uh, she told him to think of what matters. He was told to think of three memories they can hold on to. Think of it. 
think of that you're told they're going to take away your ability to be cognitive thinking. All your memories will be gone. So try to think of three memories you want. Gino, three memories. Pick three memories you want to hold on to. All the rest will be trashed. They'll be gone. You're going to lose them forever. Who do you want to remember? See? That's it. That's it. That's all you'll be able to. Man, that really sucks because I have four kids, so four births. Do you know, My marriage, you obviously. Do you know what the yeah. ending of this and the final screenplay and the ending? Uh, Neo's reacquainted with his daughter. Yes, his daughter. That's why you have a little girl at the train station scene that reminds him of the daughter he lost, same name. At the end, he's reunited with her, restored to life from the pulse wave coming out with the dental figures facing off, right? And she's restored, comes up to him, hugs him, points the sun at the ending, same ending. The Wachowski said they wanted the same ending. And he says to her, crying, weeping, that he can't remember her name. His own daughter. Hmm. Can you believe that? So yeah, that's what we're talking about, right? So, okay, so he has to do that. So he goes through this testing where he's feeling, not, it makes it worse when he has to download Smith's memories. He's feeling Smith's memories only, that's his only memory bank. Not only are you losing your ability to remember anything you had, you're trying to basically hold on to three, you're gonna be interrupted and annoyed and terrified by your nemesis memories only and feelings. Can you believe that? All right, that is a Christian. So let's read this. Brian's and Dr. Pierce walk swiftly toward a large hall. This is when they are trying to do the testing and it didn't go so well. Um, he's not ready. They have three days to prepare for this Armageddon thing coming, the machine attack or the horizons field, same thing. He's not ready. We need more time. Neo has to learn to control his own mind before he can handle Smith's. Do you think there's a match here? Do you think it sounds like there's a neural link? Do you think it sounds like what they did in the uh, Matrix where they, when they ripped it off, they, they have Smith walking up with the pigeons flying off, the shoe walking up thing where he goes like, we're blended somehow. We're I rogue. I, I don't feel the same anymore. Or are they connected? Yeah. 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 Okay, so uh, Brian says, send them now. Dr. Pierce runs off as Brian enters a briefing hall. So they're going to send Neo in with Trinity when he's not ready. With Smith's memories to try to handle it. And there's a scene in here that happens, which is terrifying, I think, that was channeled through where he actually assaults Trinity with Smith's memories. They didn't keep it. But you know what? That's realistic. That's realistic. How far are we from anarchy if we're not allowed to have sovereignty over our own minds? Right? If our minds are replaced with different, as Danny said, programming, different machinery, right? Doesn't matter what our intentions are or how we've programmed. So the Neuralink is very, very bad. That's why he gave it to Elon Musk. And I want to point this out to people that are Elon Musk followers. I'm not trying to tread on your turf here. I'm just saying this. Is Elon Musk giving us the image of everything's going to be okay? I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to handle it. It's all going to work. Wait to see what Neuralink does. It makes animals talk. They're at the petting zoo. Come to the Neuralink petting zoo and see how they're treated. Watch the monkey do pong. It's just amazing what we have. The future is going to be incredible. We're going to go to Mars, but you're not invited. We're only taking the elite investors. We'll go. Uh, yeah, but we're going to go to Mars, and uh, you'll have nothing to do with it. And we're uh, just on this great guy. Honey, tell him about me. And his ex-wife gets on talking about him. And what does she say about him in that little uh, TED Talk? She goes on to say that when Elon fills out a, filled out a resume, he didn't put down, you know, uh, face of God. He didn't put down basically quoting, he didn't put down, she says, also, um, studly man who created amazing things. He just put down engineer. Well, when she says that, she's saying that basically that he can say that, that he is God. 
that he is the mm -hmm. studly man. She's saying the imagery that audience is supposed to think of Elon with. Think of it, how yeah. basic it is, while being paid to do so. That's power of persuasion psychology. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So Elon, I can tell you for a fact, with he's there as a failed person, elevated with mainstream media grooming off the charts. You got to tell me he's not growing mainstream mood. He is trying to shut down something from happening. He does not want, where is that shot? He does not want this to happen. He doesn't want this guy calling me. When this guy said he was going to call me and bring back my work and get name credit restored and have me save Disney. Bob Iger is there to do it. And who they call in to shut that down? Elon Musk. Why is Elon Musk so concerned about Bob Iger? Why? Now we can take what mainstream media feeds us and say, well, they have plenty of excuses. Oh, it's because of his advertising. Yes. <laughs> once, we ex once we absorb their excuses that they give us for the mainstream media, we are damned and ready for Neuralink. We are properly ready. Hands out. Hands out and ready. So two weeks ago, there's like articles where it says Elon Musk demands Bob Iger be fired. Right when I announced that Bob Iger may be contacting again, because that's what Bob Iger said he was going to do when he was fired. Yeah. He yeah. says he should be okay. fired immediately. Isn't that something? That's a little bit extreme. Do you think they're panicking? Do you think the cabal's panicking and losing it? When you get on the air and risk your reputation by making such an extreme statement, I think they should call child services on Elon Musk. It sounds like he's a little agitated. Maybe they should send some people <laughs> to question him and his children. Yeah, good old child services. Yeah, they always get loud when they're when something's about to come out about them. So they start and diverting yeah. all the attention from themselves. That happens all Watch the time. Watch for knee-jerk reactions. Knee-jerk mm -hmm. reactions. They respond immediately. They're spoiled kids in the sandbox. They respond immediately. Now, this show we just did here, I want people watching to pay attention. There will be resignations. Now, with me saying that, they may try not to, which means they're going to squirm on the commode because they're going to want to resign. So we just gave them a little bit of, um, what's it called, when you just can't get it out? Well, I was going to say, we're, we're like the Axlax. <laughs> Like, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're constipated. They're constipated. They are. They are. Not so after they, this. Now, so think of their way. They Tom, watch close, but they can't do anything about it. Go ahead. Fire away. I wanted to ask one more thing about this Neuralink thing. So is there a capability for Wi-Fi to connect to the Neuralink? Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Listen, 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 listen. In, in the main screenplay, I'm so glad to be able to talk about this too. I'm so tired of the Stuart crowd and the Elon Musk group and everything else going like, you didn't write it. It's like, you hold this up. Look, you hold this up. And you're like, well, that's forged. What is wrong with you people? My God, look at that. It's like, you can, you can like pick out a booger and go like this on the air and go, that's not. No, it's not. You forged that snot. It's like, <laughs> anyway, whatever. That's how base, I think basically. Like or you could open up right to page 66 and they would say, oh, you had it marked with a, with a post-it note or something. How the frick can you have it marked? It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Like, like look at this right here. Like, I mean, just pan through that, like. Da, 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 da. Uh, yeah okay well i'm not centered they're gonna get me on that okay right yeah now they're saying my sons don't exist my sons never existed please they said that to me they they said that 
that I'm making up my entire thing and that I don't, I never even had a child. I've never given birth. He doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah. 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 See, this is why I said we need to bring your son alive. Yeah. Because we have yeah. all the recordings, we have them all. Yes. Yes. Very important. Very important. So, Gino, fire away again. Give me it and I'll answer. Oh, it's the Wi Fi thing. But I have a yes. question yeah. after Gino. Yeah. Go fire Gino question first and then fire me in. Go ahead. I think Gino was just asking about the Wi-Fi. Oh, oh, I thought you had a question for him. Okay, so here's the deal. In the original screenplay, Neo hears this. She's alive. Now, I thought it was really cool because Trinity is supposed to be um, the lady that comes in from the Oracle. After Neo loses his wife, which is what he reprograms his house in Neuralink to have her voice and everything else. And the Smith agent takes the wife, has her memories erased and reprogrammed as a femme Nikita, thinking that Neo was the one that did harm to her and her child. Better story. So the last thing is that she has to take him out. And something in her memory, when they face off, they used it in Sense8, when they stole my work in Sense8 after they threw the case, they're facing off the three, and something in her heart memory is that Neo's not the bad guy. It's Smith. After all the programming, everything. Josh Whedon was on the set for Waterworld. My script went there with Keith Wester. And uh, he saw my script on Waterworld when it, was, when it was being bailed out. And did Dollhouse, where memories were wiped. They still have the residue of the memories. That's in my screenplay. Now, the Wi-Fi thing. Yes, think of this mechanically. You will hear, they have nanotech that actually is transmitter nanotech. What you'll hear through the neural link is it broadcasts. You can actually broadcast your voice into another neural link if you have the clearance for it, if you're at a certain level. Remember I said about controlling AI, having a certain level, they have a certain fail safe, they also have a certain adaptability and access, just like your machinery now. So devices now. So what happens is, that's why Neo hears in the, in the original work, which you'll see in the, script, in the movie made, he hears he's, she's alive. Now when she hears that, and when he hears that, that's the timing by the architect with the disease program, kicking in disease neural link. So he'll go to underground. See, he's sending her into underground. Where else is he gonna go? When he's cut from the program. Trinity helps him get through the liquid mirrors at the train station uh, with the kissing scene that they put in the kissing scene, but they didn't see what it was there for. It gets you through the liquid mirrors, but they took the liquid mirrors out of the train station and used it later for Morpheus just to get his hands through. Or Neo's gonna, you know, so they just ripped everything apart and didn't make sense. But yes, you will hear audibly through your Neuralink messaging. And they're going to have this program for a certain level <clears throat> where you can have access to intimate people <clears throat> that you're intimate with, where you can have this shared thoughts. And basically, one of the rules they're thinking of is that you have to be uh, legally married in order to share the same link and be one. Isn't that pretty? Hmm. Hmm. So, I mean, we already have voice to skull technology. I mean, would it be kind of similar to that? Well, Neuralink is going to allow it to go right into like right the cortex it's like right in mm. like i actually i felt led when i wrote the screenplay you said about it just came you know it did to put it in the back of the neck at that base level that base um cortex thing so that's where i i was given that it should be and now they're doing it aren't they you see all these images mm -hmm. of right there right now what's interesting is elon musk when he, elon musk was taking me on when i posted about you know he's ripped the stuff off he did a thing on his twitter which is interesting and we have an interesting relationship on twitter he can't really strike myself. He can only shadow ban it. So he can't really strike myself because he goes against this thing about free speech and look bad striking mm -hmm. the author's stuff. So we're in this little fun little game going on in the sandbox, like I said. <laughs> this thing with a gray image of a gray face 
downloading a, a like a, almost like a floppy disk of old through the top of the head. And he was addressing me. Basically, he was saying like, how could I be the evil one if um, if I'm doing Neuralink and and what? And he shows the cartoon things showing uh, this disk reading um, Elon Musk is evil. And his point was, how can I be the evil one if I'm having it? Um, Elon Musk is evil. Going in, I was like, what? What? What was the thought there? It wouldn't be. He wouldn't have Elon Musk as evil as part of the Neuralink feed. He would have Elon Musk as our savior as part of the feed. So this argument made no sense. Again, it's like their arguments are just plain stupid, and they reveal their low capacity for thought, you know, and, and cognitive abilities. Yet they call us crazy, delusional, and mumbling. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I would okay. love to be on a show with Elon Musk to talk about Neuralink. Oh, well, let's have him on. Elon Musk, if you're <laughs> watching, I'd love to have you on. I'm and sure he's watching. We're on Twitter, so he's probably watching oh, right he, now. he follows. He reacts. Come on he the reacts. show. Yeah, yeah come on the show. We'll, we would love to host it. Okay, actually, have actually don't call it Twitter if you're going to address him. we got to call it X. Otherwise, he's not going to oh, answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. X, fine. Yeah, it's, I don't yeah. like the name X. Me neither. Well, that's the whole thing. X on the phones and Matrix. They, they left all the clues. They're not breadcrumbs. They're steak crumbs. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so I have a question. Fire. So, you know how they're killing everybody off? Like, like, people are constantly saying that you shouldn't speak up because they'll come after you. But really, they're coming after us and our food and our air and air. cancer and uh, suicide and all of that. So, does Neuralink have anything to do? Let me see if I can... Um, Put this into words um so there's a lot of people grieving right now mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. loved ones right so does the neuralink have the capacity for people to see their loved ones that have passed on um like like an image of them or like feel them or touch them or anything like that because i feel like that would get people that are grieving to uh, agree to it. You just hit upon the very important point of what did Neo do with his house and his neural link? What, what do you do with it? What did, who do you reprogram it with? Her voice, her mannerisms, mm -hmm. because he's, he's, he's obsessed about the loss of his wife. He can't cope with it. Spielberg actually lived with that also later. But the thing is that, yeah, the whole thing is, and, uh, and that's what's wild about opening blindly to the other page where, you know, he's telling her um, to dim the lights, right? And so that's, this conversation goes on and he gets so used to conversing with her. So that is grieving for a loved one who had been lost. He thinks she's dead, ties nicely to that word coming in later, she's alive. Did we not just talk about how the cabal tries to send us down different routes and combine mm -hmm. with each other and then pull it away? Mm -hmm. example right there isn't it example right there he thinks she's dead he hears she's alive you're going to freaking react yeah and so that so it's again the playbook of let's kill them and then give them the like it's like give, give them the problem and then give them this uh then truman show truman yes. show what yes. happens in the truman show danny you were talking about it truman show who comes back in the truman show his dad dad did he think he was dead Yep. Yeah, for how long? A long time. A long time. He thought he was responsible for his death. What they try to do is upend you, rattle you, rock your boat, get you um, vulnerable. If, you have, if you're emotionally vulnerable, you are completely pliable 
in that certain time frame. The problem with their, the reason they're panicking right now is we're smarter than them. One of their TMZ guys actually said, the correspondence, which is owned by Warner Brothers, said, for my case, they said, if Tom's smart enough to write the Matrix story, the morals, he's smart to follow all our trails. Why did they go after him? One of the things that audiences have been asking lately is, why did they just give you credit for your work? And that goes back to a long story later, if we can do one again sometime, on Pat Robertson, the religious right, and what I knew and what I was whispering through art. Man, we need to, Tom, we need to do a show on Pat Robertson. Like, I think, that, <laughs> that's, oh my gosh. That's like, where immortal, that's where it comes from. That's where it all comes from. We have to go there. We have to. That, Let's do I mean, it. Let's do yes. it. Wait. See, see, I'm all about exposing the deep state church. I'm all expo exposing this nonsense that's been going on in church for 50, 60 years, whatever it is. And uh, yeah, that would be an interesting tale. Man, I, we got to go there. We have to. In the immortals, it's given. This is one of the things they wanted to cleanse out. In the immortals, it's shown that the religious right, how eager they were to profit off of the false flags and to get credit for uh, covering and announcing and predicting the false flags. They predict it. The cabal does it. Agencies do it, and then they get to uh, claim fame and donations as audiences are created. You know, fear is instilled, and they're seen as the people they should look to. Oh, my to gosh. Tom, the Pat Robertson used to do, like, a yearly thing. I think it was, like, in early January. After every new year, he would do, like, he would go off to his, yes, yeah, supposed cabin, and he would do his predictions of the coming year and all that stuff. By the way, none of them ever come to pass. It seems like all of them were fake prophecies or whatever. But like, how interesting! How does yeah? yeah how does that tie into what you were just talking about? I mean, that's so perfect. Like, just exactly, intertwined. Exactly. You know, it's so funny because I had the character Dooley representing Robertson. Uh, televangelist corruption and the cabal was also whispered through the art of the screenplay. They took all that out. Yet Dooley, the name D O O L E Y, is very interesting. Goes from my childhood, so I stuck it in. And uh, they used it in black sales. So Amazon with black sales, right? Disney in there. So what they did was they the characters, and uh, it's fascinating because the characters they picked, I was going to show on the share screen, but uh, they picked Dooley, which is an historic figure. It's not in the pirate era. It's about the pirates, you know, in the Caribbean. There's no Dooley in the pirate era, but there is in my screenplay, reflecting Robertson. There's no Beringer. Beringer is the name for Smith in the Immortals. There's no Boyd, historically, but Boyd was a smitting attorney of the immortals right here james boyd of the norfolk so all these names are put into black sales just one more mind blow i want to revisit one more though is game of thrones i like the game of thrones i kept seeing similarities all through it i was like this is this for real then i find out that jr martin whatever was hired as an employee of warner bros and hbo to write game of thrones think of that just as Tom Hanks was hired. That gives me a moment of silence. Wow. Yeah, I, I, had, to, I had to think about that for a second. Oh, my gosh. The levels of, like, deep statey stuff is, like, just astronomical. Like, it can't... There comes a point, Tom, where it just can't be coincidence. I mean, yes, are there yeah. coincidences life? Yeah, there's a few here and there. But, like, there's just too many facts too many ducks in a row for it to be coincidence right it's well, at some point you scratch your head you're like this is really weird i, I well, should look many, into this you're right how many films let me just put it this way because we should break it down you just raised something so cool how many films that are blockbusters have the author's high school as the high school the ripped off author or anybody's high school okay anybody anybody out there anybody anybody all fair game all open 
High school, birthday, fiance's birthday is lead character birthday. Dad's name, uh, TA4099 in the column. And, uh, you know, all this, and Thomas A, his name, in the first graphic shot. <laughs> what? <laughs> you have to be really stupid to do that. Well, let's look at the cast of characters. Elon Musk, the Wachowskis, uh, Joel Silver, uh, Keanu Reeves, Kate Chilton. Kate Chilton, we're talking about you, Katie. Yeah, you got to be really, really freaking dumb. So, Tom, in um, Wonder Woman 84, the, the guy that she's battling, I believe, is Elon Musk in that movie. I would so, not be surprised because he is the major baddie in our world. And I'm going to say it because I have the inside track. I know what he's there for. He was my replacement. Yeah. I have volumes of material that I created. He doesn't have anything, but he claims he does. So... I know they suck you in because they knew we would all come together. See, they're playing God and people can see this happening right now. There's probably people in the audience right here that are supposed to be here that they would figure would be here that will be connecting group wise soon. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're going to see synchronicities and things where they're like, wait a minute, that's me. Wait a minute. That's that's yeah. It's a game they play. Pat Robertson did it on his show. Pat Robertson would do this kind of thing. He'd go like this. He would do this prayer thing where he clench his eyes really tight as if God, like he's God's not speaking up very much and he's hard of hearing. He goes like this. Folks, there's a there's a lady out there right now named Sylvia or Susan or or Sharon, and you got a neck pain right now. Neck pain, it's 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 in your neck, and we're praying in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. You're healed right now, right now. Praise God, praise God. Praise God. He did that too. So many. I used to watch it all the time when I was a new Christian or even before I was just because I was interested. And yeah, like there's somebody, uh, I'm getting a letter S, a letter S. It's just and like the eye look like he's about to bust his coronary. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So, so here, what do you take from it, Gino? What do you take? It's like if somebody's going, if, if you're talking to me, Gino, just talk in normal sense and watch how I'm trying to listen to you guys. Just say something. Tom, how are you doing today? Everything okay with you? <laughs> Tom, are you yeah, okay? Are you, are you having are you having an aneurysm? Are you okay? There's a man trying to talk to me. He's either named um Gaio, Gipo, or or Gumby. Guido. He's trying to we... tell me that he has a message for a Susan Sally who has a giraffe print on that that is um thinking she wants to get her hair done. Welcome so... to Robertson's bro. So. He opens the door to many people going, mm -hmm. that's me. My name's sort of Sally Sylvia Sindley. Look, look, if you think about it, most people that were watching that show and waiting for that segment, they have a need. It's yeah. it's the same thing when you go to like, um, uh, what do they call those? Fortune tellers, right? Or tarot cards. They, Which they Sylvia feed, Stewart was. Yes, yeah. they feed on that impulse of humans. We all want to know something that's mysterious about us or, or our future. They understand that. So they, they have leading just, questions or, or someone like that where you said it's just this like full concentration and he's really digging in and hearing from God, you know, and like, oh, he's speaking show. to me right now. Yeah. It's just entertainment. It's, it's, it is. It's entertainment. I fell for I it. Was, I'm going to, I'll admit, I fell for I it way back. I was to be his, yeah. to be his faith Christian coalition. Do you hmm. know that Sophia Stewart was that, she claimed to be a medium in Manhattan. Hmm. They, they picked her out of uh, Manhattan 
as other projects as somebody who put curses on people and the candles and did the whole thing like from ghost Isn't that something and that was fed to me by inside also she's a witch yeah, yeah. Yeah, she does. They call her and that's witch. They really do. I'm not, I'm not dealing with witches everywhere. On her site, she still puts curses on others on her site. Yeah, wow. it's unbelievable. But yeah, yeah, but no, you, it, it's very important what you just talked about. So it's like, yeah, because you know what they did with the prayer requests, though? When people like, they, like you're supposed to go, like, like, think of this. How general is this? You have a pain in your neck. Well, my cat's been a pain in my neck tonight. I should write <laughs> Pat Robertson and get healing on my kidney. But it's like, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So it's like what you have is like anybody's going to claim that, right? And then you're supposed to send their prayer request and donations too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know what they did when they got their donations? Can I just put that out there? What happened to donations? The volunteers were brought into the mail room, right? That sounds fun. And uh, they're given a big bin. Here's their instructions. Rip the letters open as fast as you can. Take out the checks, put them in this bin, throw out the letters. What about those prayer requests? What about the old lady who's one of your number one demographic donators? So you're not going to read the prayer request? No, they just want the checks and the money in this bin. Hmm. Draw the letters in the other. I'll give you Pat Robertson. You want one more about Pat Robertson before we go? Mm-hmm. Okay, on the donation slips, every donation slip, and I ask anybody with the Bible in the audience to take a look at this. Please look at this. Look up Ezra 717, Ezra 718. Do it, please. Wait, what was what that? You're see is that's on the donation slips. Ezra 7, 17, Ezra 7, 18. That is listed on the donation slips instead of the IRS. It says all funds will be used according to Ezra 7, 17, Ezra 7, 18. All right, 7, 8, 17 through 18. So that's on the donation slips. So when you give to Pat Robertson when he was still bouncing around here, he's probably cryogenically preserved like Disney. Right. I wouldn't be surprised at all. It wouldn't be surprising. It wouldn't be surprised at all. He doesn't want to go. He knows what's waiting for him. Mm. So what happens is on the donation slip it says, you know, give to us a miracle happened. Give to us whatever. Okay, so what is he saying? What does it say? Can you read it? Does anybody have a Bible right there? Yeah, yeah. I have. Read Ezra 17. Isolate read read Ezra 717 only first. Read it. So all okay. my funds will be used according to read, please. Okay, with this money, be sure to buy bulls, rams, and male lambs together with their grain offerings and drink offerings and sacrifice them on the altar of the temple of your God in Jerusalem. Stop. Very good. Sound good? Sounds like the money you donated is going to go to what it's supposed to? Is that good so far? You can say yes, Gina. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Now, why tag on anything else? I think that covers it. Okay, honey, listen, uh, this man here that has the eye problem is saying that um it's going to be okay our money will be used for what it's supposed to for the temple sounds good let's read ezra 718 which uh fits pat robinson's cronies go ahead please you and your fellow israelites may then do whatever seems best with the rest of the silver and gold in accordance with the will of your god so there's that that goes to the racehorses then the travel agency and also uh, buying my uh, wife a new pair of stilettos, Didi. So yeah, so basically we added on Ezra 718. So, hey, honey, the guy with the eye problem saying that uh, they'll do whatever they want with the money. That's nice. He has a nice face. <laughs> like Elon Musk. Let's trust him. <laughs> yeah. That's the game, guys. That's the game. Now they will short circuit if we don't play the game. They'll short circuit if we talk like this on the air. Right. Yeah. We said, so I ask all Elon Musk followers to um, really, really pay attention. Watch for yourselves. What happens next? 
I predict. Oh, I this to come on yeah. the show. Hmm? Oh, please do. Yes, Sylvia, invite him one more time, please. Elon. Yeah. Elon, Sylvia. must please contact our team. <laughs> so, Cont have about. your people contact our people. <laughs> yes. Anybody who's uh, bud buds with Elon, uh, Tony Stark, uh, tell them that, um, let's talk about it. Let's just open it up. It'll be nice and cordial. And we'll talk about Neuralink, good and bad. Yeah. yeah. It'll be, be friendly. Conversation. Oh, we'll be very friendly. There'll be hors d'oeuvres. And uh, yeah, yeah. There'll be also honored Ar Arnold Palmers. There we go. I'm there. I'm there. It's hard to say. That's like saying yeah. Arnold Palmers. Yeah. You in, his, in his car. Sorry. All right. Yeah. No. So, you know, we can add to that list Kenneth Copeland. So, you know, he gets that kind of mm, that scrunchy oh, yeah. face, right? And he's like oh, really hearing from God. And then and then you yeah, send well, it. I'll be darned if he doesn't have, I don't know how many jets now and uh, mansions and farmland. And, sure, you know, he's sure. he's pulling off the Ezra 18, too. Uh, real <laughs> quick. St. Nicholas had had a pretty funny dad joke. Great he name. says, that is so funny. I, know, I can't say it without Bye. laughing. He said. He says, uh, I went to a fortune teller once. I knocked on the door. She asked, who's there? So I left. <laughs> so, ah, I like it. See, that? that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I like that a lot. Yeah. I was actually thinking there's going to be like this question. My mind's going, get ready for the question. Get ready for the question. Right. Yeah, now you get a little laugh. Right. Yeah. This is great, guys. I feel like that. that was, that's it. Any other questions from, we should do a live call in sometime. That'd be so fun. That'd be fun. I would like that. Fun. I like that because it, it shows we're not scripted, which Sophia Stewart mm -hmm. claims we're scripted. So it'd be nice to actually have no some. Yeah. 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 No, no script here. We don't oh, have time. For, we got Sylvia. We ain't got time for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, can I just say the Sylvia quote one more time? Sylvia Stewart. Sylvia, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right now. Um, quote from Sophia Stewart hired by Kate Chilton from Warner Brothers out of USC. The red pill is based on the blood of the children. And is the good pill. The blue pill is the bad pill. Thank you. <laughs> Words of wisdom from the projects. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh what you gonna uh, do? Now? All right. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome, Tom. That was really good. I, we got to figure out the share screen again. I don't know what was going on with that. It worked perfectly yeah. last time, so I don't know what happened. I'll yeah, do a well, little research. It. It'll work. With a little zero sharing. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, some of those. You know, I know there wasn't a lot to show tonight, but it's cool when, because when, I know the audience likes, you know, I know I do when I'm watching shows, I oh, want to yeah, see what's sure. going on there. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, so, we'll talk about it too. If you want to see the birthmark thing, or we can just, I mean, people always say show the evidence, but I'll tell you what, I'll show you the slides um, on a Zoom call or, or a messaging or something. You determine if it's cool or not. But I think it's very important to realize that they actually put the writer's birthmark in. Yeah, that's weird. And that's to identify bodies. Think of the layers of that one. Yeah, that's right? just. I mean, yeah, there's. It's multifaceted for sure. Mm -hmm. Like this is yeah. HBO controlled program. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank awesome. you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Thanks it for thanks for time. hanging out with us again. That was really fun. Um, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much over on Foxhole tonight. We appreciate you guys. Also on Rumble, a lot of lurkers over on Rumble tonight. Thank you. Appreciate you. And by the way, I need to correct the record. It's not laminate lie. Okay. I called in laminate. I'm going to say laminate, but was with us on Megan's show the other night too. And I got to correct the record. He, he said, or she, I'm not sure. Laymanite. And that goes back to a Mormon 
I think oh. so. I apologize. But see, I'm a contractor. I deal with like remodeling. So laminate countertops are <laughs> sure. spelled the same way. So that's why I, I don't know. Sorry. Laminate, anyway, why? Unless, I, unless I you're using, if you use Merble countertops, it's even better. <laughs> By the way, Tom, I thought you did fantastic tonight speaking in full sentences so the audience could, could articulate what <laughs> well, you're saying. Fantastic, fantastic job. Thank you, you know, but, you know, thank you, buddy. <laughs> my final point <laughs> oh my gosh so fun okay all right guys we love you have a great night stick around tom we're gonna hang up with the audience right now guys uh so gosh what is today today's tuesday okay tomorrow night insight live me and matt will be back for a show at 7 30 eastern standard time right here on insight also thursday ladies who do we have coming on thursday kind of yay exciting. my friend john lamb he's coming on He's a and, patriot out in Montana and ran for Congress last year. Nice. And he's just a huge, he is the, a huge heart and he is helping so many political prisoners get out of jail that wow. shouldn't be there. Excellent. So, yeah. Already, already like him. Okay, cool. That's yeah. Thursday, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time right here on Insight also. And then... It's the weekend off. It's the it's Christmas. Christmas Eve is what Saturday, I think, and then Sunday is Christmas Day, or is it Sunday and Monday? I don't know. Sunday and Monday. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So yeah, Sunday nothing going Monday. on. Yeah. Yep. So no no uh, Megan Wall show this week. No reexamined on Saturday night. We're gonna take it off unless she wants to do one. I might be open for one Friday, but we'll see. Anyway, anyway, thank you everybody. Everybody have a great night. The, the by the way, Tom, the audience loved you. Tom was super funny oh. and really fun joyful june big hugs back big hugs (laughs) and i want that i want to do that thing the gathering thing where you talk about scripts and stuff i'm gonna do that sometime yeah 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 for sure all right cool. cool everybody have a great night we will see you next time take care